0: afternoon evening wherever the hell you are welcome back to another episode of yet another bs podcast or as we like to call it yet another bullshit podcast my name is dalton and joining me this week is my good buddy
1: jeremy and i gotta ask man how are you uh up and down up and down i'm still alive though
0: you know how it is how about you i i know exactly how that is. except i'm more down than up at the moment because um so i've had problems with my right knee for a while uh when I was a skateboarder, I took a hell of a fucking fall um, off a ramp, uh, trying to learn how to drop in, and my knee swelled up to about the size of a melon. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. It was fucking huge. So I've, and I just never went to the doctor. I just healed, and I, so I've always had knee problems, and I've always compensated by putting more of my weight on my left leg. Now, I am what you call a fat fuck, and that's a lot of weight that I've been putting on my left leg. Well, the other day, I go and do some yard work for my grandpa. Clearing out some brush and stuff for him uh, because, you know, he's getting up there and can't do it himself. So I I go over there. I do that. And while I'm doing it, I'm like, man, I'm going to be sore tomorrow thinking about my back. Oh, yeah. Uh, I wake up the next day. And yes, my back is sore. My sciatica hurts a little bit. But I go to stand up and my left knee feels like somebody just stuck a fucking needle in it. And I'm like, what
1: the fuck?
0: So I've
1: been a hobbling mess. I'm like a hobbit, a hobble so no what ha- you're so what you're trying to say is you're only giving lay down blow jobs for the next week or so
0: yeah probably, <laughs> probably. no
1: no on the knees
0: no no on the knees they gotta lay down to put that dick in my mouth
1: <laughs> <laughs> i will say like uh because it's hard to really deal with that knee issue with doing, like, yard work and stuff like that. There's not really, like, do some stretches or do this to really help with that. Um, I have heard certain shoes help. Or, uh, no, Walmart sold those, like, quote, unquote, custom orthotics where you go and take your shoes off in Walmart, which is something you should never, ever do. Yeah. And stand uh, on that little thing that everyone else has sta- stood on with their sweaty, gross socks.
0: See, here's the here's the thing. I wouldn't mind that if people wore socks around here.
1: That's true. Y'all are flip
0: flop nation down there. There, there are so many people here who, for one, listen. I'm gonna, I'll admit, like I appreciate like a pretty set of feet on a girl, especially if she wants me to like rub them and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. But there are some fucking people around here, men and women, who should never wear flip flops because ain't nobody want to see them fucking <laughs> things. And they'll walk in there straight, kick their flip flops off, and get them fucking gaiters up there and stand on that thing. Their fucking yeah. soles are black from oh it's fucking disgusting the only reason
1: they're wearing shoes is because walmart makes them wear them in the door
0: yeah exactly they probably took them out of the trunk when they got out of the car fucking put their feet on the hot black asphalt
1: got old gross ass spider monkey feet and fucking toes are all long and curled bent over and shit yeah
0: right they haven't clipped their nails in six years because they can't bend over to reach them like fuck yeah they so, so that's what gets me down here i'm like i don't even want to stand on those with socks on because i feel like it oh, would yeah. seep through and get on yep. me <laughs> i'm like fucking no <laughs> so i usually just get the dr shoals insoles and cut them to fit my shoes although usually i don't have to cut them because i have big feet so like i just slide them it's into right. my shoe um
1: yeah so we'll say i see you lost a little weight looks like you got a haircut recently
0: yeah yeah i uh so I've been shaving the undersides of my hair for a long time. And like, when I take it down, you can't even fucking tell I have so much hair. Oh, yeah. like I'll never forget me and an ex-girlfriend. Uh, in fact, uh, I might've brought her up before the one that always tried to pick fights with me when I told her that I don't, I don't argue. That's just not something. Oh, I yeah. do. But, uh, she's like looking at me, we're laying in bed. We had just, I think we had just had sex. Not that that matters, but yeah, it's a humble brag. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and she's like, look, playing with my hair. And she goes, I'm so jealous of your hair. You have so much hair. And I was like, you know, people always tell me that. I don't know what that means. Like, I do not know what the hell you're talking about. She said, Hmm, I'll show you. And she takes her whole ponytail and she goes, feel my ponytail. And I said, okay. She's like, you feel how thick that is and stuff? I said, yeah. She grabbed a section of my hair and was like, feel that. And I felt it. She goes, doesn't that feel like my ponytail? I was like, yeah. She goes, I have as much hair on my head as you have in that section of yours. (laughs) I was like, oh, so, I started shaving the undersides because, dude, it gets fucking brutal hot here. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's just way cooler. I get some breeze on the undersides. But if I want to let my hair down, my hair's long enough that you can't really tell unless it's being weird and it, like, separates in the back. So I just have two side things, but it's oh, hair yeah. and it's in the back, too. But, yeah, um, I've been trying to lose some weight other than just, you know, the five pounds. Oh, yeah. um, oh, yeah. I got, as I know listeners can't see this, but behind me, you can see I brought my treadmill in my room. Oh yeah, not that that's gonna help my fucking knees any, but hopefully <laughs> no, it'll, not be, at
1: all. it'll
0: help me shed some pounds. <laughs> yeah, dude, which I've hopefully been in, the, in turn oh, would help.
1: I've been in the gym every morning this week, uh, trying to accomplish the same thing, and man, it is brutal some days.
0: I tell you, dude, I I really I uh, I want to look up how much those things cost that are like the little pedals that you can put under your desk. So like, if I'm oh, sitting yeah. here gaming, I could just be biking while I'm oh, doing yeah. it. They're not expensive. I've heard those work. Like.
1: Uh, Uh, we bought some for my grandmother she was uh had dementia really bad and she's gaining a lot of weight and the doctor said she had diabetes so she needed to keep her legs more active to keep the blood flow to her feet and she said uh my mom bought her some of those and made her do it a couple times a day and i don't think they're bad um let's see oh wow you can get like full out treadmills to put under your desk now really that's crazy (laughs) Like, just, just Amazon searching what you were talking about. Man, yeah, you can get just full-out, flat fucking treadmill to just put <laughs> under your desk and just, just walk in place while sitting down. I feel like that would be worse on your knees, though. If you're that sitting would, down, but you're still flexing your knees all day.
0: Yeah, that would be real. Jesus.
1: I don't know how that would work. Those bike things are more expensive than I thought. The first one on Amazon's $200. Like, do you can buy an oh, exercise wow. bike from Walmart for hundred and eighty dollars? <laughs> I was gonna say you get a whole fucking bike for that. Jesus Christ. But I think that's one of those that has like the adjustable tension and all of that shit. Just a standard set with a little like tension knob. It's like thirty five bucks, not too bad. Uh, I would
0: I would spend probably up to like sixty bucks on one. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah. And and if I was gonna spend more than that, I just I'm just gonna get an exercise bike and put it where the fucking treadmill's at.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My thing um, with this, like I'll, I'll, uh, go to the treadmill. I do 30 minutes every morning, uh, with a 12 incline at like three miles per hour. So it's pretty steady. It's about a mile and a half and like 330 calories burned in that 30 minutes. And like, I'm, I'm feeling it by the end, but like I'll put a YouTube video on or something like that. And just it makes the time go by so much faster than you're just sitting there staring at the clock ticking down.
0: Dude, when I was a kid. I lost a bunch of weight walking on this same fucking treadmill that I have in my room. Uh, I would put on the Disney Channel and just watch the after-school shows, just turn it oh, yeah. up, and I'd I'd walk on the treadmill and I'd walk for like two hours and not even think about it. You know what I mean? Just watching Lizzie McGuire, wishing yeah. I could be kissing her.
1: Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. You know. Oh go
1: ahead. Oh go ahead.
0: Oh, I was I was going to switch topics. So go ahead if you had something else to touch on it.
1: I was kind of going to do that too. Um. Oh. Luckily, I'm six four. I was six foot in like eighth grade, so I grew fast. I've knock on wood. I've not had any, uh, knee problems. I do have like the traditional I'm in my mid-30s back where it's like if I sit down on the toilet for 30 minutes or something, stand up. It's like you're not going to stand straight up right away. You're going to have to kind of hunch over a little bit. Yes, sir. Um, I
0: know all about that.
1: (laughs) I have a really bad issue in my neck. I think I've told you about it before where they saw like a nerve pinch or something. It's happened twice, and it's just mind-numbing pain that no – even like narcotic pain medication doesn't do anything for it and if it happens again I might throw myself in traffic I don't know it's that bad Oh man, I
0: I can't relate on the, the neck nerve pain the only time I hurt my neck to the point that it was bad and it, this is such a dumb story and I hate to admit it but like I was jerking off <laughs> and I, I was like 15 uh, and I was like getting into it and uh, I, I nutted so hard that it just made me go and I just like cringed the wrong way and my uh, neck just went uh and then i could not turn my head to the left for four days so i like go to my buddy neil's house later uh i think like the next day and we're like riding on his three-wheeler and i can't look to the left so i'm like i can't drive this thing bro you have to drive because i can't look that way to see if there's <laughs> anybody coming it's, like, it's fucking it sucked
1: uh, is uh, that be, just be a cover to- story? Because you were trying to suck your own dick and you hyperextended your neck.
0: No, no, I learned. I learned a long time ago that my gut is too big for me to suck my own <laughs> dick. Like I got girth, not length. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm told it's impressive, but like it's never been like, damn, that's a long motherfucker. And I was always like, that's not going in my butthole. No,
1: <laughs> So I ain't gonna hit the bottom, but I'm gonna give one side hell.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh man, um, but you know quickly before we got on air and this kind of loops in, i could afford a bike thing had i not lost my job and you said that you hadn't heard the story so i figured i would tell the story of how i lost my job on the on the uh, the air so i was working at a restaurant i was the dishwasher my buddy was the chef he's one of my best friends and he had gotten me the job and everything was going ah smooth as in quotes because the restaurant like the guy who was running it ah let's just say didn't run it the best he could or i don't know it was almost like a uh, a vanity project for him
1: a little mismanaged like
0: a, yeah yeah very yeah. a mismanagement uh he should have listened to nick more because i think nick had worked in more like kitchens whereas this guy was a caterer who was trying to open a restaurant oh uh, yeah so anyway the food was fan-fucking-tastic like i ate there every time i worked and nick would cook for me he was a good nick is a good fucking chef wherever he ends up they are lucky to have him all right we had a we had a crew. We had me in the dishroom. We had Nick cooking. We had Grant, who was like the head of household, and he would help Nick cook and stuff. And then we had Brandon, who was the bartender and the waiter. And Brandon, if you ever hear this, I love you. Don't take this the wrong way, but Brandon wasn't super great at his job. He was good, but like he was also like he'd get easily distracted and stuff, right? Oh yeah. And he was also learning how to make bartender types drinks. So Brandon, our boss. Not to be confusing, we had our boss's name was Brandon too, so I'll, I'll call bartender Brandon. Bartender Brandon.
1: Okay.
0: So our boss, our boss Brandon, hires another uh, bartender, and his name escapes me at the moment, so we'll call him Jack. Uh, all I remember about him is he had a tattoo going across his nose of just a black line, and then uh, some other stuff. Yeah, he was he was a strange dude. Um, so it got to the point where like he would. He would come back in the dish room and be like, hey, man, you having a good day? Like, he was a really cool dude, except, like, he had issues apparently with drinking and was a bartender. So, yeah, not a he good comment. He came in one day and I don't know. He gave me the vibe of somebody who used to do heroin and might still do heroin. If you, have you ever met somebody? You just look at him in the vibe oh, yeah. and you're like, you like, you probably do heroin or pills. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, because he came, I came into work one day and he was over in our rest area sitting on a couch, sitting on the couch, slumped over asleep. And like Nick went over there and tried to wake him up like four different times. Dude would not wake up. He was just out, which made me be like, Oh yeah, dude, he's fucking, he's in a K hole or something. Not oh either. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, So anyways, um, I'm kind of just giving backstory to what actually happened. So one day <clears throat> we're working and uh, Jack is talking to some customers and Grant goes over to him and says, hey, man, I need you to do something for me. But Jack was trying to be entertaining the customers and stuff, so he looked at him and he said, do it yourself. Uh-huh. Grant is his boss, and Grant pretty much bitched him up right there in front of the customers, right?
1: Uh-huh. And was
0: like, listen, I'm your boss. You need to listen to me, yada, yada, yada. Now, let me let me state, Grant is about 5'5", maybe 5'7", and probably 110 pounds. He's a small dude, right? Uh-huh. But he's also like one of those squirrely little dudes who will probably hit you four times before you realize what happened. Right? Oh, yeah. so, so anyway me and Nick are out on the back st- stairs smoking a joint as you do working in the restaurant business <laughs> yep. and uh Grant comes back there and he's like man I thought me and uh Colin that was his name I think Colin uh me and Colin were about to fight in there and he's like he got in my face you know and I had to tell him I had to bitch him up telling him that like I was the boss as he's explaining this to us the door yeah. flies open and he comes out and he gets in Grant's face and he goes if you ever fucking do that to me in front of the customers again I will beat your fucking ass you understand me and they started like yelling at each other so me and Nick are like getting Nick Nick gets up puts his cigarette out and just walks inside he's (laughs) just like I'm not having any part of this I don't I don't blame Nick he's uh semi-autistic it was probably too much overwhelming for him so I got in between him and was like dudes y'all need to chill out so that was the end of that they finally uh Colin or Jack whatever his fucking name was he goes home and we finish out the work day and it was a busy day. There was a fucking uh, a drag show that we were doing, uh. and so there was a lot of people there, and there was a lot going on. So it was a lot of stress, and it was hectic. Flash forward, I don't work for another week or two, right? Because it got to where yeah. the, it had slowed down because of COVID. Yada yada yada. I get a fucking text from Nick. Well, quit the restaurant today, and I was like, "Well, why? What happened?" He goes, "I beat the fuck out of Jack, and <laughs> uh then I took him home, and I quit, and I went." hold on i said no 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 you need to tell me the whole fucking story (laughs) so apparently uh jack and bartender brandon got into an argument nick got between them jack said some shit to nick nick don't play that shit and nick beat his fucking ass out in the parking lot nice to the point that his paycheck like jack's paycheck ended up in the road right so nick and this is the type of dude nick is nick beats the shit out of him Picks him up, brushes him off, gives him some water, and takes him home. Nice. Right? Then comes back, finds his paycheck in the road, and takes it back to his house and gives it to his roommate because Jack was already gone. He had left somewhere. Oh. So Nick tells me, he comes back. He said, you know what? I've had enough of this. I don't get paid enough for this. So he quits. That was the last time I heard from anybody at that restaurant i never grant quit as well so i never heard from grant again uh brandon's my friend on facebook and i have bartender brandon haven't heard from him since and i never heard from the owner so it was like nick quit and i lost my job because of it i was like what the wow. fuck oh
1: that's that's insane dude but that was such a
0: cush job god damn it. i mean it was slow and when it was busy it was hectic but it was oh. it, our cr- our little crew was chill until mr heroin came in oh. you know it's just it, it fucking sucked but, yeah, that's how I lost my job. So, yeah, I've been looking ever since, and that was about a year year ago.
1: Oh, Fun stuff. <laughs>
0: yeah, got to love it. But, anyways, uh, you sent me something that was very interesting this week, sir, uh, and I would like you to tell the people about it. Uh, apparently, Hank Hill is doing drill rap now.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. And I,
0: and I would like you to tell us about it.
1: Um, let's see. Hank Trill is the artist in question. Um he is a Hank Hill impersonator apparently who does just like trap music, I guess, for a better lack of a better word. <laughs> um if you have whatever you listen to music on, look up Hank Trill. It is absolutely amazing. I think I sent it to everyone I know.
0: Yeah, it it's fucking hysterical. Uh the diss song to Bobby. That is was hilarious. Just, it's tremendous. It's just tremendous. Um yeah, I, I listen to it on Spotify, so I can tell you for a fact it's on Spotify. Oh, yeah. I'm positive it would be on YouTube. So definitely look up Hank True. You will not be disappointed. I, I almost and
1: want to check YouTube now and see if there's an actual music video for it as well.
0: <laughs> leave a, Tell us what you think on the Facebook group. For oh, sure. Absolutely. Uh, which, by the way, what is the Facebook group since we're messaging
1: it? Uh, Facebook.com backslash groups backslash yet another BS podcast. Not this week.
0: <laughs> I'll <laughs> yeah, do I was seeing. I was seeing. Yeah, but yeah, come join the, the Facebook Facebook. Uh, group
1: and, uh, so, so I have a, a I have a fun story from last night. Um oh, my yeah, girlfriend please. and son went to a local carnival um in what used to be a decent town. It's been rapidly degrading the last few years. I was at work, we had a, a video game tournament at the store, so I didn't get to leave until about nine or nine thirty. She had texted me and said, oh, come meet us at the carnival when you get off work. So I text her, you know, I'm like, I'm in a bad mood. My social battery ran out way before the end of the night. I just want to go home. She calls me and she's like, oh, no, we're headed home now. Apparently, they're in line waiting for a ride. And somebody runs into her so hard like they almost knock her over and she's like what the fuck turns around there's just like a stampede of people running and screaming in her direction and she's like what the fuck is going on our kid is seven he's husky so like she wouldn't be able to pick him up and carry him around so she's kind of freaking out he's scared because he doesn't know what's going on she hears somebody say that somebody had a gun So, she's like, what are we supposed to do? She's like, gets between a ride and a trailer to try to like, be out of the way, but have a line to the parking lot if she needs to run. Said she sees like, the local police department pull in, and they start ushering people out of the carnival. So, she's like, okay, we're going to head to the car. She's trying to calm the sun down. And so, yeah, it's like, people are saying like, somebody had a gun, and... They get to the car, they're standing there, she's talking to like a guy who had just pulled up that was like, What's going on? She's like, all of a sudden she hears like rap, 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 like a whole clip of ammunition just get fired. So she's like, Get in the car, Jonathan, we gotta go. And he's like, Well, I want to get my new toy out of the trunk. She's like, No, in the car now, we have to go. She's like, when she's pulling out like all it seemed like the whole local police department, a bunch of state troopers and all showed up. She goes home last night, You know they're both still freaked out about it, she starts looking on social media and finds somebody with a post that says her and her like 13-year-old son were right there where it happened, and apparently it was some like, younger guys, I don't know if they were teenagers or 20s or something, basically were just like, man, I'm about to start shooting up this place. And it's like, because like they're fucking bored, they're just going to start shooting up a carnival full of parents and kids. And I'm sitting there like, what the fuck is wrong with people nowadays? Because I've heard so much of this kind of just nonsense happening lately. That's fucking insane, dude. And dude, like if my family had gotten hurt, what Liam Neeson did and taken would have been like a goddamn Care Bears cartoon. Like, goddamn I'm right. I'm not above locking somebody up in my fucking attic for... 4 or 5 weeks until they die. Like, yeah, no. I I don't play that shit.
0: That's like uh yeah, dude, fucking hey. Jesus Christ. That's intense, man. Oh, I don't yeah. know what he got hurt or at least yeah, I, that, know nobody that you knew.
1: And like she's she's concerned about our son cuz he's 7. She's like, "You know, is this something that's going to scar him for the rest of his life?" And I was like, "I don't know. He's pretty resilient. I think he'll he'll get over it cuz nothing really really tragic like it was really scary but it was nothing really tragic that happened so yeah. i think he'll get over it and she felt terrible today because like he was in the bathroom and he thought she she like said something to her about going outside so she went and hid in the hallway waited for him to come out of the bathroom and like jump scared him and she's like the the sound and look of terror made her feel so bad because as soon as he like screamed, she thought about last night and she was like, Oh my God, I'm such a terrible parent. I was like, No, <laughs> like he went outside immediately after and started playing and having fun. So it's not like, not like he's scarred or anything. I was like, Jump scaring kids is good for him. I think <laughs> it helps him <laughs> I mean, grow if shit, nothing else. <laughs> kids,
0: kids love that uh, Five Nights at Freddy's and that game's all jump scares, oh, yeah. isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Man, I'm just wow yeah i know i read today that there was a shooting in sacramento today
1: yeah i read that um was it like a mall or something i can't remember the details
0: something like that but fucking hey there's so many shootings in america it's it's sad at this point it's disappointing
1: (laughs) between shootings kids falling off of carnival rides and shit like so much craziness is happening I like, do there's no way anybody our age does not have some form of PTSD at this point.
0: Uh I'll if I can remember, uh when I put it up on the website, I'll try to remember to uh I watched a video and it's a long video. It's like an hour and a half or so. Um it's about gangs in Jacksonville, which is like an hour away from me or so. Oh yeah. It's these two rival gang crews that are also rap groups. Oh yeah. And they rap about the what they call the ops, their opponents. Yeah they rap about dead ops and like people they've killed and like they so much disrespect going on it is insane it is insane to the point that i'm like fuck i don't really feel like going to jacksonville anymore i don't want to get shot just in a stray bullet in that side of town because that's the side of town i drive through when i go there oh yeah fuck that
1: yeah i had an opportunity to go work in jacksonville at one point and i asked a friend who worked there i'm like what is that area like he's like oh it's ghetto as fuck
0: it used to not be dude and there are sections there are like three sections just Jacksonville there's the rich artsy fartsy area Yeah. there's like the downtown where all the the happening stuff is at and then there's the ghetto and like that's what you get there might be some suburbia sprinkled in there you know what I
1: mean oh yeah that's kind of like Durham here like Durham is nationally notorious for being this horrible crime and gang riddled town Dude, it's been gentrified. Like, it's all like almost entirely hipsters and like uh, (laughs) vegan cafes and all this crazy shit. Um, Now, there's still sections of Durham that you probably shouldn't hang out in. But yeah, like, it's not anything like it used to be and how it's portrayed a lot of times now.
0: Uh, Jacksonville's to the point that, like, I think it's uh, Cat Williams did a special in Jacksonville. And he was like, you know, some towns have like where they tell you there's like a section of town you need to avoid and he's like Jacksonville has it broke down to roads streets (laughs) he goes like if you put into your GPS 103rd and Moncrief (laughs) your GPS will just say no (laughs) (laughs) and he's not fucking lying bro that is that is like the area 103rd Moncrief around that area dude that's where like a lot of shootings and stuff happen yep uh, but on a on a uh, a less solemn note of the shittiness of America and shootings, yeah. uh, PlayStation announced that they're kind of trying to do the uh, the old Game Pass style thing.
1: Yeah, I saw that. It's uh, what PlayStation Plus Essentials, PlayStation Plus something, and PlayStation Plus Premium, something uh, like that, like the. So I think the PlayStation Plus Essentials is basically what you're paying for now, $60 a year, and you get your online service, you get your two or so free games a month, and you're good. Then there's another step that you get, oh, you get all of that stuff plus a selection of PS4 games that they'll let you play for free. And then there's the the Big Daddy that's $120 a year that you get a bunch of like PS1, PS2, PS3 and PSP and I think Vita games you can access and play as well like you're not getting the the games for free it's kind of like game pass where as long as you have the service you can play it yeah. and uh I don't know your opinions on it but the one thing I saw on it was people bitching about the price because they were like, oh, the standard 60, the middle tier is 110, and the top tier is 120. The middle tier, as I heard on the Completely Unnecessary podcast, that's not a tier that's there to to be sold. They don't want to sell any of those. They're using that 110 level to convince you, oh, if I'm going to pay 110, I might as well pay 120 and get all this extra so, yeah. yeah, it's basically the two you've got the sixty, the standard, and you've got the one twenty a year, and a lot of people are bitching about the price increase. Honestly, I don't think it's that bad. If you figure up game Pass, you're getting Xbox Live and you're getting game pass e a play, and there's something else in it I can't remember. But it's $180 a year, but you can't buy it yearly. You can only buy it monthly. So, I mean, it's, yeah. it's $60 a year more than this PlayStation Plus Premium. You're getting less games, but I'm still curious how PlayStation is going to go about doing it, if it's only going to be cloud streaming these games or what. So, um,
0: what I read is that, um ps1 and ps2 games will be able to be downloaded it's ps3 okay. games that should be um i think they're going to be like the cloud gaming.
1: yeah now and, i might have
0: that mixed up some but
1: and i know like cloud cloud gaming depends entirely on how good an internet you have so a lot of people are yeah. not going to get good service from that but like me i'm i'm going to stick with the 60 dollars a year because i play PS5 games on my PS5, and that's pretty much it. I don't have nostalgia for the older PlayStation uh, consoles, because I wasn't a PlayStation kid growing up. So, I'm cool without it. Maybe eventually, you know, money gets a little bit better. I might sign up for it just to have it, but i'll definitely wait until some solid reviews come out on it on how the service is how reliable it is how quickly they take games off and put games on stuff like that
0: i uh i want to say that if i do end up spending money on it um it's going to be solely based on what's available on pc and unfortunately the only way to get the access to the pc stuff is doing the 120 a year
1: yeah this, this is true
0: I'll have to, you know, that's an investment, you know what I mean. But if there's a good enough selection, uh, to be available for me to uh, shoe in onto my other podcast, <laughs> oh so, yeah, because I've I've been telling Nate and Willie over on the, the Steam Machine podcast, shout out Steam Machine podcast, PC gaming podcast. Uh, anyway, um, I've been telling them, hey man, technically retro arc, I call it retro art. I don't care if it's retro arch. Yeah. I hate saying Retro Arch, so it is Retro Arc to me. See I, throwing s- that out there. I
1: say Arch, but I also don't use it that often, so my opinion doesn't really matter. I kind of <laughs> like to I kind of like to revel in the chaos of it all, so. <laughs>
0: but that is technically available on Steam now. Um you can get a version of it that has um its own modules and things for the Steam version. Uh, so that opened up a whole world of games cuz technically we're playing them through PC means
1: yeah, technically. I'm so. just saying,
0: and they're like, "Oh God, don't, don't, don't say that." <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, no, nah, they, they, they're game for whatever. They're cool dudes.
1: Time to play South Park on PS One.
0: <laughs> God, I wouldn't do that to them. If I was gonna throw <laughs> them into a South Park game, it'd probably be the Fractured Butthole.
1: Uh see. I like the stick of truth. I did not like the combat changes they made to fractured behold where they made like the grid movement and stuff. I understand yeah. that's more of a proper strategy style. I don't give a shit. I didn't like it as much. Like <laughs> I didn't, I haven't finished that one yet because I just couldn't get past the combat of it.
0: Well, I also really like the stick of truth, but oh, yeah. me, me and Ryan did that game before uh, Nate and Willie had joined.
1: Dude. But- Any game where you get shrunk down to a miniature-sized person, and you have to navigate your parents' bedroom while they're having sex, and your dad's swinging testicles are like an environmental trap, (laughs) I will play that game. Sign me up.
0: Fucking hilarious, dude. Uh, that that whole like the little people that are hidden in the doors where well, you open the door and there's the naked woman oh yeah she's just like yep. ah! or the one you open the door and there's the dude in the camp mask fucking the donkey you know what yep I mean?
1: yep it's it's just, hey, get the hell out of here kid
0: they didn't have to add those types of things but they did it just because
1: dude, that that game was a labor of love and it every part of that game was just spectacular
0: yeah and i, I liked that uh in the development of it they made a really cool-looking game, and Matt and Trey were like, this is great, but you need to make it look shittier. It needs to look like the show. Oh, yeah. Like, don't yeah. make it look better than the show. So they were like, oh, okay. So then they essentially just made a playable South Park movie.
1: Mm, pretty <laughs> much, yeah. <laughs> yeah I uh, love the fact, too, that they made the difficulty meter attached to the skin tone of your character. My God. Yeah, (laughs) like if you're white, it's the easy mode, and the darker your skin gets, the harder the game. They said that's not actually true; it's just just a gag from the show.
0: I I think it's because how how Cartman will react to you. Yeah, you know, because Cartman's such a shithead. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I remember. I think if you make a a black character and then you choose the class Jew, which is like the cleric, Cartman's like a black Jew, huh? So I uh, just guess we're never really going to be friends.
1: And you're just like, Jesus Christ, Cartman. Oh yeah. There's definitely some some racism in there. Which I mean it, it all stems from the show too. They didn't deviate much from the no, mentality of the show at all.
0: Um in the fractured butthole, there's a door that you have to know the password to get into. And if you look the password up and try to put it in before the game tells you yeah. Cartman shows up on screen in a uh dressed like Bill Belichick and he goes, Hey Tom Brady why you try to be a big cheater you don't need to (laughs) you just keep doing it he just has like a ton of tom brady jokes that he just keeps spitting at you every time you try to cheat (laughs) cracks me up but yeah uh to close it up i the playstation thing i'm looking forward to that um if just highly dependent on the pc selection
1: oh yeah i can see that like i said i'm probably not going to sign up for it at least not right away um but We'll see how it goes later down, like later in the year when they kind of flesh it out a little more, or if they have some kind of monumental deal like Xbox did, where it's like, oh, if you have Xbox Live Gold, we'll upgrade every month of gold you have to Game Pass for free. So I know people that went and bought like three years worth of Xbox Live Gold and got it all converted to Game Pass Ultimate for free. Hell so I yeah. mean, like if they do something <laughs> like that, mm, maybe so. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, the next topic we were talking about. I want to preface this by saying specifically, fuck Mark Zuckerberg, but fuck anybody in that elite class, anybody who controls social media. Um, yeah, just fuck them. Um, because Facebook, it has come out now that when TikTok, I don't know if you remember, TikTok was just becoming a really big thing in the US and all of a sudden the government and everyone were like, we have to stop using TikTok because it's collecting our data to send to China. Apparently all of that was a GOP group that Facebook hired to try to take down TikTok and save their market share.
0: Now, first and foremost, I don't give a flying fuck if websites collect my data. Like, that's just something that happens, and there's almost no avoiding it, so I have just accepted it. Yeah, Call if me you're a on, sheep, whatever. If you're on the
1: internet, me. your data is out there.
0: Yeah. Even the even the browsers that say they don't save your shit, I'm sure they, I'm sure they absolutely uh, save your shit.
1: Trust me, that fucked up porno you're watching incognito on Google Chrome, they know about it.
0: Yep. Absolutely. And it's
1: archived somewhere for them to use against you later on.
0: The only one that I know of that's like their whole shtick is they don't do that is Duck Duck Go. Yeah. But I try to avoid that because I don't want to see what comes up on that one. Oh, right. I, mean? yep. <laughs> I just don't want to go there. But man, it doesn't surprise me at all because Facebook wants to keep that being the monotony they put out. Uh, what was it? My yearbook, MySpace oh, always, yeah. are just gone because yep. of or they're still there, but they're shells of what they were.
1: They're basically, it's kind of what I know, to, I hate to shit on Vince McMahon again. Spoiler alert, I don't. Um, it's the same thing with like WWE. Facebook is WWE and anybody who's tried to compete, they've just absorbed into their own being. Because I mean, Instagram is part of Facebook now. Twitter is too big for them to do anything about. I'm sure they tried at some point. And yeah, like TikTok was the latest one. Now TikTok survived it and it's now probably the most popular social media, I guess you can call it platform. I think it's all just dribble personally, but there are some funny stuff on there. there um, is.
0: and there's some cute animal videos. I love cute animal videos.
1: Oh, yeah. But that's like the most popular thing with most age ranges now. And Facebook is generally disliked now.
0: It's it's to the point that I've been trying to consider ways of promoting my music and the podcasts on TikTok to see if it would help gain any traction, you know. Oh, what yeah. I mean? But I don't know any way to go about that. I had a buddy of mine message me the other night and he was like, "Why the fuck haven't you made a guitar TikTok yet?" And I'm like, "I I don't have an answer for that. I just haven't."
1: <laughs> it's like cuz cuz I was doing this before it was cool. Yeah,
0: where where was everybody when I used to go play live on Facebook and only like 6 people would watch, you know? Yep. Where's everybody when I post for instance? And this is no offense to anybody listening who didn't happen to buy the album, that's fine, but on Bandcamp Friday, uh which every every month the first Friday of the month Bandcamp waives their fees. So whatever you make, the only thing that gets taken out is tax and uh PayPal's cut whenever you try to transfer it from PayPal to your bank account, right? Yeah. Um I put out a new album I had put it together and waited for Bandcamp Friday to drop it on Bandcamp Friday. Uh, I posted it on Facebook. I posted it in the discords and stuff. Um, It got, I think, two likes on Facebook and one person in the discord bought it. And that was Nate. Shout out to Nate. Nice. My buddy. Um, That was it. I sold one album the whole day. See, now you need to
1: shout out Nate's social stuff.
0: Turtle Bear Man. At Turtle Bear Man on Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok.
1: He's neither a turtle nor a bear, but I think he is a man. and He's, he's all on TikTok. Man. He's on Twitch.
0: <laughs> he is. Turtle bear, man. In fact, he streamed earlier today. Uh, he's a retro streamer. He plays like uh, NES, SNES type stuff. It's fun. He's a good dude. He's a good dude. He's also yeah. one of my co-hosts on the Steam Machine podcast with his brother, Willie. Um, but yeah, man, so, as yeah. far as the, the Facebook thing goes, it doesn't surprise me. You know what I mean? Like, Big business gonna be big business and they're gonna do big business big business shit. God, that was hard to say.
1: (laughs) Tongue (laughs) twister. Yeah, it's Um, unfortunately it's part of life and we've we've cultivated this whether we like it or not. Um, I like to say, you know, yeah, big business and the government's fucking us all over and they are, but I mean we're letting it happen. So yeah, we if we don't join together and say we've had enough of this shit. It's kind of like we talk about scalpers and stuff all the time. Scalping's the easiest problem in the world to solve, but it involves everybody working together and that's never going to happen, in, especially in this country. Yeah. Um because people are like, "Oh, you know, I really want a PS5. I've got 1200 bucks laying around. Why not just go ahead and buy it from that scalper? That way I just have it already." It's like, "No, if nobody buys a sh- if a scalper buys 10 PS5s, He spent five grand plus tax wherever he lives, and nobody buys a single one from him. He's not going to go buy any more because he's out five grand already. It's such uh, a simple problem to solve.
0: When the when the COVID thing started, and that dude bought the whole like garage full of hand sanitizer. Oh yeah, and then he ended up not only did he not sell any, like I think he ended up getting in trouble
1: for it. Oh yeah, the government came down hard. He had to donate it all to like. uh, local shelters and stuff and they said that he still may have faced criminal charges for it because they classified it as hoarding medical supplies during an emergency
0: yeah yeah fuck that guy yeah (laughs) Um, before we move on to the next topic I do want to say something really quick Um, if anybody sees a PS4 Pro obviously PS5s are expensive and hard to find but a PS4 Pro for a decent price let me know thank you
1: I will keep Um, an eye out sir
0: so, everybody's talking about it, so I I wanted to, you know, let's talk about it. The slap heard around the world. Ah. Old, old Will Smith slapping uh, Chris Rock right in the face.
1: Yep. Which, I want to say, fuck the Oscars on this topic, because they really should have done more about that. You can't let someone of influence like that... Physically assault someone on national television and just do nothing about it, because then you're telling these kids that hey, if I become an actor, I can just do whatever the hell I want. Nobody's ever going to stop me. Not only that,
0: dude, it sets a precedent that if a comedian offends you, you can go up on stage and slap the shit out of them.
1: Exactly. Um, I think and- it was Kathy Griffin who said she can't wait for the next show she does where it offends somebody and they come up on stage and slap the shit out of her because they saw Will Smith do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's been a lot of comedians that that's been there. The way that they're looking at it is like, dude, this could affect my livelihood type thing. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And I have a couple opinions on it. Like one, people take comedy way too fucking seriously these days. Oh, absolutely. Like there are, there are comedians and jokes and stuff that are supposed to offend you. That is the point because it offends you and that makes other people laugh at your expense. That's just the way it works. Like if I got mad at every fucking fat joke I ever heard, I would be a miserable piece of shit. More <laughs> oh, yeah. so than I already am.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dude, like, I'm I'm six 6'4". I have a form of Tourette's that causes me to blink all the time and twitch a lot. Like, I have... I think I have a weird voice. I'm kind of goofy looking. Like, dude, if I got personally offended everybody, every time somebody cracked a joke or like poked at me about shit that I have physical ailments of... Dude, I would be in fucking jail for killing somebody by this point. Sometimes you just got to shake your head, say, eh, fuck them, and let it go. Yeah,
0: and especially since two jokes later, it'll probably make you laugh, because it's probably at somebody else's expense. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, you just got to learn to, for lack of a better term, roll with the punches, not throw them.
1: <laughs> yep. That's what we were always told growing up was, if somebody's picking on you and you show them that it bothers you, they will never stop. It's like, if you just say, yeah. eh, whatever, you know, yeah, I'm a fat shit, blah, 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 they, they're going to be like, oh, it doesn't affect him. Let's go pick on that other kid. Dude, perfect example
0: of that. I was in first grade out on the playground, and there was this group of girls that would always run up to me and my buddy Colt and kick us in the shin and in the dick they would just run up and kick us in the shin little dick
1: dick kickers
0: and they thought it was the funniest thing because it hurt us and we'd sell it right and one day I just decided to no sell it they ran up to me and they kicked me in the shin super hard and I just kept walking Yep. and they fucked off and they left me alone and I also learned that in a group of friends and stuff if you crack the first fat joke about yourself that negates any funny that they can say because you already know that you're fat you know what I mean Yep. It's like old Bruce Bruce had that bit where he was like this old woman I bumped into her and I said, "Excuse me, ma'am." And she went, "You fat bastard." And I went, "You old bitch." <laughs> he says, "I don't understand why people feel the need to tell me I'm fat. Like I don't fucking know." Yep. He's like, "Like you're going to try to piss me off. Telling me fat I'm not going to piss me off. It's just going to remind me that like, yeah, and I'm hungry." Yep. He's like, "But you want to piss And then?" He goes, "You want to piss me off? You tell me Popeye's Chicken going out of business. I'll set this fucking theater on fire." <laughs>
1: Dude, my my favorite Bruce Bruce joke was, uh, he was talking about his son. He's like, oh, yeah, my son comes in. He's like, Dad, can I talk to you about something? He's like, yeah, son, what is it? He's like, do you hate it when you sit on the toilet and your dick falls in the water? He's like, I'm thinking, what? Your dick reaches the water? Mine don't reach the fucking toilet seat. He's like, I looked (laughs) him dead in his face and said, yeah, son, I hate it.
0: (laughs) That's a funny motherfucker, dude. Oh, yeah. Um, But Yeah, this whole
1: thing, like, the fact that he walked up on stage, physically assaulted a guy, cursed him out afterwards, and then security asked him to leave, and he was like, no, I don't think I want to, and they were like, okay, whatever, and left. Let him stay there. He won an award later, which he was going to win anyways. To show you how fucking shallow that industry is, he gets a fucking standing ovation when he wins the award. It's like, dude, no. That place should have been fucking crickets when he walked up there. Like I said, he shouldn't have never been able to walk up there in the front. Now, was Chris Rock right for what he did? No, but I don't think he knew she had a legitimate medical condition. I think he thought, you know, a lot of women of color shave their head like that. He thought maybe she just, it was a fashion choice. I don't think he knew. And... Will Smith should have went to him after the show and said, hey, look, man, she's got alopecia. That wasn't really cool. Chris Rock probably would apologize to both of them and it would have been fine. If you look, Will Smith laughed at the joke. He thought it was funny until he looked over at Jada and saw her reaction. I can understand yeah. standing up for your woman, but dude, like that's not—that's one 1,000% not the right way to do it. Like, oh, yeah.
0: I, I agree.
1: Like he said, he goes to him afterwards, he says something to him, they could have solved it and it would have been perfectly fine if nothing else chris rock would have looked like the bad guy for picking on a woman with alopecia
0: but like yeah, and and personally like i honestly obviously i don't have alopecia so i don't have you know to deal with that in my day to day life but i didn't think the joke was that bad because i mean in my opinion gi jane was a good movie
1: i mean it was a, it was a throwaway joke it might have been in poor taste had he known she had that but i mean it was a throwaway he didn't do 10 minutes on her shaved head he yeah. made a throwaway joke and he moved on with his set um i have a who i like to call a friend uh anthony kerrigan he's been in uh shows such as like he was on gotham he's in uh barry on hbo he has alopecia and being a celebrity like he is he does a lot of good for that community he has like a Ah, uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Kind of? like group events he does with a bunch of kids with alopecia and stuff shows like, them like that charity
0: event type thing.
1: Kind of. Yeah. Shows them like, you know, life is not that bad just because. And I can't imagine being a, especially a girl growing up middle school, high school age when kids, kids are fucking dicks at that age, like from sixth yeah. grade to like 11th grade, they are dicks. And I can't imagine being a little girl, being bald, not having eyebrows, like. The ridicule you get. I know a little girl recently uh committed suicide over it because she had alopecia she was getting constantly bullied her school wasn't doing anything about it personally if it was my kid I would go to the school and be like look something's gonna happen and you can take care of it or I can take care of it. If you want me to take care of it you're gonna have a shitload of paperwork to fill out because I'm gonna yeah. find out who <laughs> these kids are and I'm gonna go beat the shit out of their parents in front of them <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, I love my kid, and that's something that, like, it's very hard when you hear, like, some kid make a smart-ass comment or pick on him. Like, dude, I'm 36 years old. I'm 6'4", 270 pounds. Like, I want to go over here and fucking drop kick this little kid, but I'm like, no, I can't do that. So I tell my kid, I'm like, dude, if he's picking on you, kick him in his dick. Like, I Absolutely. got your back, dude.
0: Absolutely. A swift kick to the dick. And if he's yep. got something to say about that afterwards, break his jaw.
1: Yeah, I tell him, like, you kick him in the dick. If his parent comes over and says something, I'll go get in his parents' face because I'm a big guy. Most people don't want to conf- be confrontational towards me. And, I'll dude, kick his dad in the dick. Yeah, Yeah, you know me. I have a lot of pent-up aggression. <laughs> like, I just need an outlet for it. So, yeah, like, but I don't like the fact that he's showing kids that if you make it, You can do whatever you want. You're not even going to get in trouble. You're gonna. People are going to applaud you for going and physically assaulting somebody.
0: Yeah, and I, on the other side of it, and this might be my more controversial opinion. Um, I saw a thing where Jim Carrey was talking about that people who live at the the height of celebrity that those guys do because there's not like there's celebrity and then there's fucking Will Smith, Jim Carrey, those types of guys. What I call a listers. Yeah, and he says that you know as humans, we have a certain amount of bandwidth. And what we saw was Will Smith running out of bandwidth. And think about what Will Smith has been through. Now, I've seen people on Facebook defending uh, Jada Smith saying, well, they have an open relationship and things like that. And I'm like, yeah, after she was fucking the the dude and Will Smith just had to become okay with it. And she, and I quote, and I don't remember where this is from, so if I can find it, I'll post proof, I promise. But she said, don't let your husband get in the way of being with the love of your life.
1: Yeah, which is that fucking hurts as a guy.
0: Bro, I can't imagine hearing your wife say yeah. that after like I've seen videos of when fucking Jada Pinkett Smith was the lead singer of a metal band called Wicked Wisdom. And uh, they were playing Ozfest, and she's out there rocking and Will Smith's on the side of the stage, like getting down to the music and stuff. And I'm like, oh, the yeah. motherfucker doesn't enjoy being there, but he's there for his wife. Yep. And then she paid him back by fucking some good looking 20 year old. I don't know. It's just uh, that bothered me when that happened. And I, and I, I will say I hated one that thing. Meme.
1: I will say one thing. I do believe they had an open relationship before that. Cause I do remember several years ago hearing an interview where they were talking about it. Cause like pictures had been released of Will Smith like hugging all up and kissing on some woman. And they basically really? said like, You know, they have an open relationship. They both know about it. They're both okay with it. But like you said, she took it beyond an open relationship to she on national television or national radio. I forget. She literally cut this man's balls off in front of the world. And then he goes on TV does an interview, breaks down crying because of how much it actually hurt him emotionally. And the first thing people did was make fucking fun of him because in this country, men's mental health does not matter. It's like It doesn't yep. matter what you're going through. Get out there and be a fucking man. And that's yep. absolute bullshit. Yep, that is absolute bullshit.
0: Yeah, 100%. Perfect example. Uh, I went to the doctor one time and told him that I was having some serious problems with depression and anxiety. Yep. and the doctor told me go take a walk in the woods you'll feel better
1: yeah or go go to the gym and lose a little weight it'll make you feel better like get the fuck out of here like but you know if a woman says oh i feel like slitting my wrist it's everybody's like oh my god let me help you but yeah like a man's like man i really just don't know if i want to exist anymore and they're like oh just just fucking suck it up go chop yeah. some wood or some shit and you'll feel better
0: and it's it's a really strange I don't know if dichotomy is the word, but that's the word I'm going to use. It's just the whole the whole thing is strange, like oh, yeah. the way the way mental health is handled. And I absolutely believe that's why I always appreciate when I see some of my female friends they share these things that are like men's mental health matters too. Uh, and I'm glad that that's starting to become more prevalent. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. It it may be still a little ways off, but there is a movement towards people giving more of shit about that, where it's no longer just a suck it up buttercup style. And I I appreciate that.
1: And I really hope that continues because it is really hard to deal with these mental health issues feeling like society doesn't have your back. As much as I dislike the guy, Kanye West is a prime example. Kanye West is in a very dangerous position and everybody's just, just thinks it's funny. And I tell us like it's, they're going to be funny. I was talking to a friend the other day until he goes to Pete Davidson's house shoots pete davis and shoots kim kardashian and shoots himself and then everybody's gonna say oh it's such a tragedy i wish we could have done something to stop this it's like you could have this man's been crying for help for months and months now and you're fucking laughing in his face about it and it's like i said i'm not a huge fan of the guy but like he needs help and i also brought up the fact why is he not in a conservatorship Why is there not somebody in charge of making his decisions for him like Britney Spears was, like Amanda Bynes is? They didn't do half the shit this guy has done in the past month. And he's perfectly free to make all the... Dude, the day after the Oscars, I saw a thing that said uh, the CCTV screenshots of Kanye West outside Pete Davidson's house dressed up as a postal worker. It's like, dude, y'all are fucking laughing at this shit. What if he had a gun in that box and he was waiting for Pete Davidson to come outside so he could shoot him in the head? Like, dude, this is not. Yeah, this is not funny. This is serious. Something needs to be done about it. I I really hope. uh, Supposedly, he said he's going to stop and he's seeking help. I hope he finds the help he needs. He gets himself in a better situation because it's it's scary watching this happen. Because like you said, like it's. It's like watching a train run down some train tracks that, you know, the bridge is out and like, you know, that, you know, that train's going to crash, but there's nothing you can do but stand there and watch it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's really to anybody who's listening. If you deal with mental health issues or anything, like don't, don't feel some type of way about it, dude, go get some help.
1: Oh yeah. Find some way to get help. It's, there's so many resources out there and I know like running my own business, times are tough. It's hard to afford therapy and stuff, but like try to find a way because it's way better than the alternative.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So next up, okay, so this is, I have two topics left for me and then we'll get into some community questions. Um, This first one, uh, I'm going to change some names in case they ever listen to this, but if they ever listen to this, it doesn't matter if I change their names, they will absolutely know who I'm talking about. <laughs> But still, out of respect. So, I had a buddy of mine. We'll call him Derek. He would probably get mad if he knew I called him Derek. (laughs) No offense to any Derricks, but anyway. So, we'll call him Derek, and we'll call his wife Lucy. Okay? Now, uh, they were always having parties. Keggers, all that kind of stuff, going out there, having a good time. Me and my buddy uh, Kyle, who used to jam with me, would go out there and play shows and just Have fun, play some metal, you know, drink some beer. It was a good time. Um, I came up with this idea because I just wanted to have a weekend where me and a couple of the bros got together, got some fucking beer, got some pot, got our fishing poles, grab some dice, go to Goldhead, which is our local state park, and get a cabin and just spend like, you know, a long weekend out there drinking, smoking, fishing during the day and playing D&D at night, right? That was my plan. So, I go over to their house, and uh, I say, hey, man, this is my idea. And he's like, oh, dude, that that sounds cool. And Lucy is sitting over on the computer, and she's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. You guys should 100% do that. That sounds great. And then uh, I don't remember. What what did I say his name was? (laughs) Derek? Yeah, Derek. (laughs) I said, uh, so Derek looks at me, and he just gives me this look. So, the next time me and him are talking, he says, yeah, I probably won't go. I'm like, why not? He goes, because I could tell in the way that Lucy was reacting that if I go, it's just going to be trouble for me afterwards. But she was still hell bent that we should plan this trip. So about a week goes by. Now, granted, this is just ideas. We hadn't set a date. We were just, I was just trying to see who wanted to be interested. That way we could divvy out how much it's going to cost, yada, yada, yada. So I get a text message from Lucy about a week later. Hey. I liked the idea of your trip, so I decided to plan one um where the girls can be involved too oh. and we're we're all gonna go to Daytona and get a hotel and go bar hopping and go to the strip club and all this type of stuff, so immediately I'm like one, what the fuck, and two, I can't afford that, yeah, all right, that's a lot of money, whereas the trip I was talking about was probably gonna cost me you know a hundred hundred and twenty bucks whereas this was gonna oh, cost yeah. me more like three hundred you know what I mean, oh yeah, so. I said I, I politely declined. I said I, I won't be able to afford that, but I appreciate the offer. And she comes back. Well, you're gonna miss out. You know, you're gonna be the, one of the only people that don't come. Ugh. And my reply was this. And I want people to really listen to this reply. I said, "That's okay. I still have the bro trip to look forward to." Nothing menacing about that sentence. I typed it just being like, "Well, it's all good. I hope you guys have fun. At least I still have this thing to look forward to for myself." Oh. Nah how Lucy took that was fuck you. I don't want to be around you. I don't want to be in your stupid fucking trip. I want to go hang Uh, out with your husband and not you fuck go to hell. Uh, She took it so fucking personally that when I would go over there to acquire, um, strudel, I'll call it, uh, (laughs) a certain, a certain type of strudel. Uh, she wouldn't talk to me like, she would interrupt mid-conversation and start talking to Derek. I almost called him by his real name there. <laughs> I started talking to Derek and would just ignore my existence. like I wasn't even talking and stuff. And finally, like I asked him because we worked together uh, every now and then. This is before I worked with him full time. I asked him, I'm like, what's the issue here? And he tells me. She got offended because you didn't want to go on a trip, but you had the bro trip to look forward to. It made her feel like you didn't want to hang out with her. And in my head, I'm like, I don't. <laughs> You're my bro. Like, why would I want to hang out with your wife? I mean, I get hanging out with both of you guys. That's cool and everything. And when we're at your house. But, like, dude, I, I would like to just hang out with my bro, too. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Uh, and no, no offense to her. It's just like, I don't know. Sometimes just hanging out with the dudes is a more relaxing time. I don't know how to explain it. No offense to any ladies listening. But so uh, that ruined the whole fucking trip. We never even went on the trip because... Oh this whole thing so it spiraled into we were at a party one night uh, we had played a show and we played me and Kyle played half a set and about five people at the party were watching us the rest of them were playing beer pong yelling having a good time uh, yeah. so me and Kyle were like ah, you know what fuck it let's not play the second set let's just go and have a good time we're not getting paid we're just having fun so Lucy and her friends come walking by in their little catty chatty group and she looks at me and she goes oh, you guys aren't going to play anymore? And I'm like, ah, no, nah, I think we're just going to chill and you know enjoy the party with everybody else. She goes, oh, okay, that's fine. And as they turn to walk away, I hear her say to her friends, huh, it's a good thing we're not paying them. So immediately in my head, I'm like, well, bitch, if you were paying us, we'd have played the second set. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? So anyway, we go out. I have some drinks. Uh, so I start feeling pretty loose. We're smoking some some things. Uh of the green. I don't want people to think I'm out there smoking crack or anything, no, <laughs> we smoking some pot and uh some mess. We we start <laughs> me and me and Derek liked to freestyle rap. And we would always freestyle rap back and forth with one another cuz he was oh, yeah. he's a rapper. And so me and him were like freestyling and this other dude Shay was giving us topics to rap about. So while I'm rapping, um I Eyeball called her by her real name Lucy and her friends are sitting at this picnic table like two or three feet away from us right and i can hear her laughing and talking loudly about how it's not fair that my fat ass has these big old titties and she doesn't have titties and all this type of stuff so i'm trying to ignore it and i'm still rapping i'm still rapping but my inner asshole is puckering (laughs) right (laughs) so i'm still rapping and she keeps going on and going on and finally i went you know what fuck it that's it and I went, uh, I pointed at her and I said, you think you're a funny bitch? You really want to play this game? I remember in high school, everybody knew your name. And I gave her a four finger salute because yeah. everybody called her in high school four finger Lucy, even <laughs> though it, you know, that's not her real name. But the four finger thing. Yeah. Um, I never called her that. I never had. I never really hung out with her. I knew that crew in high school, uh, but I knew of that. So I said that and her fucking demeanor, her face washed of all color, bro looked Hmm. like that door behind you on the wall just fucking solid white and she just gets this like hmm, you know that that fucking look where they're just like hmm. (laughs) and she gets up and her and her friends like oh my god oh oh my god i can't i can't believe he said that oh my god and they walk away and i look (laughs) at the people that i went to the party with and i was like we might want to start getting shit ready to go (laughs) and derek disappears And he comes back, and he walks over to me, and he's got his head kind of down, and he walks up to me, and he puts his arm around me, and he goes, you know, I love you, right? And I went, I'll get out of here. And he went, yeah, I think that'd be for the best. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, no worries. So she comes back out, and here's the kicker. She comes back out, and everybody that came with me is, like, packing up, getting ready to go. And she's like, oh, no, Josh, you guys, you can stay. Danny, you guys can stay. Like, you guys, she tells everybody they can stay but me. And all of them left and went back to my house And we just fucking continued the party back at my place Nice But like, really was all of that fucking necessary Because I didn't want to go on your fucking stripper trip Like what the fuck man I feel like I was, yes What I said was not nice But I do not think I was the asshole in that situation
1: No, probably not
0: (laughs) And uh, the only So the only other topic I wanted to bring up Was Wrestlemania night one
1: Before we do that I want to tie that topic up with one little bow. Yeah, please. Guys, do not invite your girlfriends or wives on bro trips. Like, I know that's not what happened in this situation, but it happens a lot. Your girlfriend is not, quote, one of the guys. Your friends do not, quote, like hanging out with her. If you have a girlfriend and your friends love hanging out with her and want her to go on every time y'all go out, it's because they want to fuck her. I'm going to tell you that (laughs) as a guy... They want to fuck her. That's why they want her around all the time. No. When it's a bro trip, when it's like three four good friend guys going out and doing something, we don't want your girlfriend there because we can't talk about offensive shit we wouldn't say in front of women. We can't yeah. fart and burp and do whatever gross shit we want to do. Like, no. Don't invite your girlfriend on bro trips. I don't care if you just started dating a month ago and she can't get enough of you. Stay the fuck at home then. Don't go on the trip.
0: Yeah, and I I, I do want to say that like I don't mind hanging out with my friends' and girlfriends. Like a lot of them are yeah. cool, but like you're saying, when it is specifically a bro trip, like it's a bro trip, just like like girls trips. Like I don't want to get dragged along on a girls trip. Yep, you know what I mean? Because I want them to be able to talk about what they want to talk about. Uh, if they want to talk about how small my dick is and laugh at me, that is exactly. fine. I don't want to know about it. Let them go do it. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. I'm gonna stay at home and play video games. Exactly. That's fine. It's the same thing. You know what I mean? And like i don't know i don't want this to like offend anybody but at the same time it is 100 percent the truth
1: like (laughs) and i I will reiterate it i don't care if it offends you if your friend wants your girlfriend to hang around with you guys all the time like he specifically says bring your girlfriend with you every time it's because he wants to fuck her stop hanging out with that dude (laughs) like that's not what friends do
0: yeah for sure for sure now if it's like a like a couple's friend thing but i guess that's uh, a whole other topic that's all that's other what topic. i say
1: like yeah it's like if if you're if you both have a girlfriend you're all hanging out together or whatever i have friends and i'm like yeah sure i'll hang out with you and your girlfriend that's cool but i will never say hey dalton we're hanging out we're going to shoot pool at a bar yeah yeah bring your girlfriend with you yeah bring her with you you know well, yeah, i'll buy you guys some drinks and stuff like no it's weird when you do that guys <laughs>
0: Yeah, that would that that would be a little strange. Yeah. Yeah, that would that would make that would set off a question. I'm like, "Hey, of hey uh-huh. Dalton,
1: you bringing your girlfriend with you?" And you're like, "Nah, she's got something to do." I think she's so like, "Hey, no, no, bring her with you. Bring her with you." It's like, "Yeah, no, that's that's weird. Don't do that."
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure.
1: But for yeah, sure. we'll go to uh, I know you watch WrestleMania. I skipped it when I found out that fucking Logan Paul was on there with a goddamn Pokémon card around his neck and shit. So
0: so I got to say Wrestling has made me cry a couple times this weekend.
1: Ugh. I'm very like
0: I'm a very emotional person, and like I know smoking pot does not help that because it just makes you like more feel things more. Um, but I get overwhelmed watching wrestling sometimes when like somebody comes out and their crowd reaction they get is so big that I almost put myself <laughs> into their shoes, and it like warms me to the soul to imagine like fuck how cool that must feel for them to hear like seventy thousand people chanting for you. Like oh, that's yeah. a cool thing. So it makes me tear. Not like I'm not like boohoo and crying. You know what I mean? But it'll make me well up a little bit. Where I'm like, "Fuck, I'm so happy for that that person." Um, but the first thing that got me was Friday was the Hall of Fame. Oh yeah. And and I was fine up until they did the sh- the Warrior Award and they gave it to Shad Gaspard who died saving his son and the current thing that made me yeah. tear up a little bit when his son came out when was out there for the acceptance and all that. But what really got me was when Undertaker was going to come out right and because I've watched Undertaker since I was a kid oh yeah literally he debuted in the WWE I think the year that I was born so <laughs> like he has always been there and uh, he was finally getting inducted into the Hall of Fame and I messaged uh, the little group chat that I have with Nate and Willie and I said if there's a thank you Taker chant I am going to cry hmm it did not take that it was the first bong and the lights going off that i was immediately just like oh god <laughs> and then i sat there teary-eyed for like an hour and a half watching his hall of fame speech and it was fucking wonderful i loved every minute of it um flash forward the last night i waited till wrestlemania was over and then i could watch it and skip through what i wanted to skip through yeah. um so I, I kind of watched the first match, uh, which was a tag match, uh, the Usos versus some team, Nakamura, and somebody they call Boogs or something. I don't really know. Uh, um, so the matches that stuck out to me, um, Seth Rollins didn't have an opponent. Was supposed to be a surprise opponent. Yeah. Uh, everybody knew it was going to be Cody Rhodes. Turned out to be Cody Rhodes. The pop he got made me tear up. He got a massive pop when he came out. And I that match... Oh, go ahead.
1: I don't like his face. I don't know what it is about. Like I've never, I've never watched him wrestle. Like I have no opinion of the man other than I hate his face. Like he just fucking—he looks like a douchebag. I don't, like I said, I'm not saying anything about the guy. Don't like come beat me up. I know you're you're familiar with North Carolina, Cody. Like I just don't like his face. I don't know if it's the haircut or what, but he just he just doesn't do it for me. Well, anyway, continue. Well,
0: Him and Seth Rollins had what I what is my is definitely probably my match of the year that I've seen so far. I haven't seen all the matches that have happened this year, but like of the ones I've seen, dude, they had a good fucking match.
1: But how can it be match of the year and not happen on AEW?
0: I know, right? (laughs) Fucking the internet would shit itself. What do you what's going on?
1: What is Um, WWE anyways? Is that like a new upstart? (laughs) Never heard of that before. Uh
0: one of the other matches, so There was a match between Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair. I really like both of those women except I can't stand Bianca Belair's ponytail. It is like four foot long and she uses it as like a weapon and like whips and she can like make the bull whip crack with it and stuff. Oh yeah. And it's just, I don't know. To me, it's just uh, I don't want this to come off offensive or anything. It's a dumb gimmick. Like I would much rather see her with like shoulder length or like longer hair, you know what I mean, but not this long ass ponytail that she uses as a weapon and all that it's just dumb.
1: I think I saw her in like a two K twenty two clip I was watching and I'm like, why the fuck is this chick's like she's like five foot two and her hair is like dragging on the mat behind her. I was like, what the hell? Like that seems fuck, bro. That seems really dangerous just from a safety standpoint in wrestling.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. And it just I don't know, to me, it's just I, if she cut it, dude, like that wouldn't bother me in the slightest. I know there would probably oh. be people on the internet that would flip the fuck out, but I would I would probably like her more. Um, and I, that feels weird to say that I don't like her because of how long her hair is. It just seems I mean, like very petty, and I am very petty, I guess.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't like Cody Rhodes because of his face, so I mean- Yeah, there you go. We all have our things.
0: So, the next one that stuck out to me was uh, Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey.
1: Which yeah, we you know my opinion on uh Ronda Rousey.
0: Yeah, so I it was a, it was a good match. I'll give them that. Like they did good for what they were, you know, out there to do. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't think Ronda Rousey fits well. She, I'll give her this. This match proved to me that she's got something in her that can she can do it. She just needs more time. She's green is what okay. they call it. Okay. She's okay. new. You know what I mean. And they're putting her on a massive stage because of her star power, when really, like, she probably would have done good to go train in NXT for a year off TV, then come to the main roster, personally.
1: But her name sells t-shirts and tickets and shit, so she gets free pass, which I personally feel like is a little offensive to the guys and gals that are down there working their ass off at the bottom trying to get that break and it's like oh this chick who you know essentially failed at ufc once she had any worthy competition just gets a free spot but i just i don't agree with it like you said she should have started at the bottom and worked her way up and
0: there are a lot of people that uh in the wrestling business that feel that way about when veterans come back for a match at wrestlemania they're like well that's a spot that could have been taken by somebody who's active on the roster oh yeah you know um But I'll say Ronda Rousey looks good, dude. Like her first run, she was all still like cut and muscly from doing UFC stuff. But this time, she had a little meat on her. I guess maybe some mom weight left over. Like she looked good, healthy. Like that's that's good and strong. Like that. I know that bitch is strong. I mean, like that's that's no question. But it was it was a good match. Uh, She lost. (laughs) Charlotte beat her. Um, Charlotte. There was some fuckery with the ref. You know what I mean? And oh, then, yeah. while Ronda was distracted, Charlotte came up and gave her the biggest boot I've ever just kicked the shit out of her face.
1: Boom! And now, then her one, two, you say the biggest boot, I bet Holly Holm would have something to say about that. I'm so pretty <laughs> sure she kicked Ronda Rousey a hell of a lot harder than Charlotte did.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, obviously. But, I mean, as far as wrestling goes, like, it was uh, a hell of a big boot. Like, I haven't I seen just, one that good in a while. I just had to but give a shout out that. for
1: my girl, Holly. <laughs>
0: Um, And then what capped off last night Was Kevin Owens coming out Talking mad shit about Texas Bringing out Stone Cold Steve Austin And he sat there and he talked shit to Stone Cold Stone Cold did the You wanna see me have a match with Kevin Owens And whoop his ass right now Get me a hell yeah, oh, yeah. 77,000 people going hell yeah One of the funniest parts though Was the crowd was silent listening to Kevin Owens Or they were booing Kevin Owens And then they were silent as Austin was about to respond And Austin just goes in about five seconds, you're going to have 77,000 people calling you an asshole. And as soon as he nice. said to the whole crowd,
1: asshole, asshole.
0: Oh, yeah. It was great. But they ended up, had, they had a match. And it was pretty good. It was more of a, you know, a Stone Cold style. It was a brawl more than anything.
1: That reminds me of something that always was weird to me. Do you remember watching WWF or WWE back in the day? And the crowd would start chanting asshole. They always censored the word whole, not the word ass.
0: Yeah. It's I've seen like, that in ass, a lot of TV shows.
1: Like, yeah, like, why censor whole and not censor the
0: actual curse word in there? I've always wondered that, because there's been, TV, like, TV shows that be like, you're
1: an ass, beep, and you're like... Yeah, it's like, why? What what sense does that make?
0: I, I don't know. I really don't know. I guess because... No, no, I don't even have... I don't I don't, just, I don't have a defense for it. I don't know. I really yeah. don't.
1: Anyways, so, yeah, we...
0: That that's basically it and then I had another comment about UFC and WWE so like I've always been of the you know there are like people out there who just fucking hate professional wrestling and they are all oh, yeah. about UFC they're like professional wrestling is gay it's fucking dumb it's fake blah 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 I watched UFC where the dudes are in their underwear and they hug a lot yeah yes.
1: I watch UFC where a dude lays on the mat embracing another guy for three minutes straight till the bell rings
0: yeah Mansport, yeah. I I enjoy UFC video games. I've never once like sat down and watched a UFC fight and afterwards been like, "Fuck, I can't wait to see another one of those." It's always been like, oh, "That was cool, I guess."
1: I'm the opposite. I think it's more of just like human nature of bloodlust. But like, I used to be bigger into it. Like when Conor McGregor was doing his run, when Brock Lesnar was in UFC. Like, I watch it because, but I like heavyweights because, like I said, I want to watch some dude get the shit beat out. I don't want to watch 200, two 115 pound guys swing at each other and, and wrestle on the mat. Like, I want to see two dudes that are like 235 pounds of muscle just beating the shit out of each other like sledgehammers on concrete until one of them is almost dead and his body's just like, I'm not doing this shit anymore. I'm done. I'm shutting off. That's fair.
0: And, yeah, that was always the ones that I liked to watch too was the heavyweight fights or even the light heavyweight fights. But, like, I didn't give a shit about featherweight no. or any of that. You know what I mean? No offense to them but because they could probably kick my ass.
1: <laughs> but that's that's uh, my thing about Ronda Rousey is I was – I love Ronda Rousey when she came into UFC because she had that dynamic. But, like, she had no real competition. None of these women that were in the UFC were at her level. So she's just dominating chicks in, like, seven, eight seconds. Well, then, you know – Holly Holmes steps up and she's an actual competitor. Ronda Rousey could have beat her, but she was so cocky at that point that she didn't even train to fight against like a stand-up fighter. She was just a wrestler. Holly Holmes came in and literally kicked the shit out of her. And instead of being like, oh, well, I lost one. Time to get back on the horse. She fucking hid for months and months. And then literally, you got the sport still going. You have women earning number one contender spots, but then Ronda Rousey says, I'm ready to come back, and they give her a title shot. I'm like, that's fucking bullshit. Like, these other women have been working for this, and you're giving it to her because, as we both know, she's going to sell tickets. She's going to sell T-shirts and pay-per-views and all that shit. And she gets – luckily, like I was enjoying every second of it, she got her ass beat again. So then she's like, I'm going to (laughs) go do Fast and Furious movies and shit, and she wasn't very good at that either. I think wrestling is a good place for her to land because she – is an athletic person. She has an insane level of athleticism, but I don't think she has that edge of real fighting anymore. So I think wrestling's a good good place for her to be. But like you said, I don't think they should just toss her on to main card events either. I think yeah. she needs a little bit of work first. But oh, the world like is her- driven by the dollar. so Absolutely. The almighty dollar.
0: The, the reason I brought it up was because I was thinking about why I never got into UFC like I did wrestling. And I think it's because the same reason that I prefer games that have good story. Right. I mean, UFC is kind of like, here's this guy, here's this guy. They might yep. talk a little shit to one another, but then they're just going to go in there and fight and it's over with, right? Yeah. That's kind of why I, I did enjoy Conor McGregor on the mic because yeah. he was the closest thing to pro wrestling UFC had. He was like Vince McMahon, UFC. They got that swagger walking around. I'm oh, yeah. fucking better than you. you know, that Swinging kinda, his arms and shit. Yeah. He would do the fucking Vince Strut on purpose because he knew it pissed people off. And I love that. He's a fucking heel. And if he ever decides to go to WWE, he's going to make a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Um, But, like, WWE and stuff, there's storyline to it. You know what I'm saying? And it's soap opera-esque, yeah. But, fuck, there's a reason that there's soap operas that have been on air for 60 fucking years. It's because old ladies really like that shit. And, you know, wrestling's been around for a long-ass time. that's because... Dudes and ladies like that shit. Like,
1: and that was the best thing I'll say Vince McMahon ever did for wrestling was create the ongoing feuds and stuff that they have. Whereas, like, uh, what's the term for it? They used to have a term for like squash matches or something yeah, back in the day, match. where it was like kind of like UFC, like you had these two guys fighting. You know, there'd be a little bit of, I don't think they did as much commentary and shit back then, but there'd be a little bit of, you know, oh, he hates his guts. And they go out there, they wrestle, and then that's the end of that. Whereas now you have, you know, guys screwing each other over. You know, you got dudes coming out of the back, hitting them with a the chair. And you yeah. had these grudges and feuds that you can carry. And it just, it's monumental. Cause like you said, back in the day, you had, uh, like I'll say, WCW, was the biggest one to me originally. You know, you had you pe- you picked a side. You were like, "I'm team WCW, I'm team NWO." You went out, and bought t shirts, you bought hats. You know, you paid yeah. for pay per views, and NWO guys were going to be on all that shit because, and I mean, it was brilliant because it brought so much more money into the sport.
0: Yeah, I see. Like back in the territory days, squash matches and stuff were on TV because they yeah. wanted you so. The bad guys or the good guys whatever would go have a squash match. Then they would have an interview talking about this weekend we're going to be in such and such and I'm finally going to get my hands on that damn dirty Ric Flair. And so they were selling tickets to live shows and that was where the money was made is that these live shows. Now it's the opposite. Live shows are just there to like sate the locals while TV is what drives the monotony of the the money. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just, yeah, Vince is a genius when it comes to that. And then that whole WWE, WCW thing just took it to another level.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, right, you even uh, look at like Monday Night Wars. Uh, that shit made both sides tons of money because it fucking millions, son. Some people were split down the middle. Some people were like, "I'm a hundred percent WCW." Some people, "I'm a hundred percent WWF." A lot of people just watched both. They would click back and forth on commercial breaks and stuff. Yep. You know, I bought WC. I bought NWO shit. And I bought DX shit because I loved both of them. Like, yep, yeah, as a kid. Way. And uh, yeah, dude, that. I give it to Vince McMahon. Like, he knows how to make money. I'll give him that. I think he's just, I think he's losing his mind. I'm not going to say he's losing his mind. He's definitely has a God complex now that he didn't have in the nineties and early two thousands. Like, he's kind of conquered the world of professional wrestling and he's kind of like sitting up on his throne saying, you know, I make the rules. If you don't like it, you're not going to work in this industry anymore. And I think it's hurting his product in the long run. Hopefully. Hopefully AEW, AEW. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, hopefully they, know, the people win when there's competition, because they're both going to push harder to try to be the best.
0: Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Competition breeds oh, yeah. good product, for sure.
1: So, yeah, let's get so, into some of these community up. questions. Yeah, we got some, uh, so Jeff sent us
0: in some questions. We'll start with him. Uh, fuck, Mary kill. Barbecue edition. Burgers. Bratwurst or ribs. Fuck, Mary, kill.
1: Here's my funny thing. With my ARFID eating disorder, I don't eat any of these things. But I will throw it out there more with like, let's see, for grills. Uh, I usually go hot dog route. Don't really want to say I would fuck a hot dog because that that seems really weird. So maybe fuck a hot dog. Uh, I'll kill the burger because I'm not doing anything with it anyways. Um I'll say I'll marry the ribs because, you know, it's not going to be a tasty relationship. But ribs are, are pretty expensive. So, you know, they're, they're going to provide for me pretty nicely.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. Um, I'm going to kill the bratwurst. Uh, I'm going to marry the burgers. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to fuck the burgers and I'm going to marry ribs. There you uh, go. I make ribs, not to toot my own horn, but uh, toot toot. The ribs that I make are fucking good dude like these past few that i've made have impressed me (laughs) and i'm just like yeah "Yeah, bitch let's just keep getting better at this
1: plus plus would you want like weird half hamburger half person babies running around like that seems seems a little weird
0: (laughs) oh yeah no no no. dude i just want i just want to come in a burger and never think about it again
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah warm warm toasty bun little nice greasy meat
0: (laughs) uh fuck mary kill mcdonald's wendy's burger king
1: I want to split this into two and we talked about this earlier. I want to do a fuck mary kill the food there and a fuck mary kill the mascots. I'll start with the food. Uh I'm going to kill Wendy's. I'm not a fan of Wendy's. Okay. Um probably going to fuck McDonald's because you know it's kind of dirty and greasy. It probably likes it that way marry Burger King, because Burger King has the original chicken sandwich. It is my favorite fast food item of all time. So yeah, I'll go with that. I'll let you do the food and then we'll go to the mascots. Okay. So I'm I'm gonna
0: do two different types of the food thing real quick because I don't have a Burger King around here. I mean, there's one in Middleburg, but that's a long drive. So I'll do it with Burger King, but then I'm gonna do it with the three that we do have here, which yeah. so uh I'm going to kill Burger King. I'm going to fuck Wendy's. And I'm going to marry McDonald's because whoop whoop, much motherfucking wicked clown love, <laughs> right? But you're not going to uh, ever
1: get any ice cream because the machine's no, always broken. That's
0: fine, but I mean, I'll get face paint on my crotch, and that's that's nice.
1: That works too.
0: <laughs> um, but we don't have a Burger King here; we have a Hardee's. Oh, but that, but that crazy, does not change I am <laughs> <laughs> going to kill Hardee's, fuck Wendy's, and marry McDonald's still. So.
1: Okay, so yeah. the mascots, where are you where are you going with that?
0: Um, marry Wendy, fuck Ronald McDonald, kill the Burger King.
1: See, I'm gonna fuck the Burger King and bend him right over that fucking open flame grill. Just fuck the shit out of him. Uh I'm gonna marry Wendy's. Uh I like redheads. And yeah, I'm gonna kill that fucking clown because he's creepy. <laughs> There you go, just like right over the flame, bro- the flame broiled burgers.
0: I know people can't see this, but I have the mask of the Burger King King guy, and I'm holding it up to the camera.
1: And you got to put that around, put that on, and sneak around your town, handing people whoppers.
0: Bro, I might get shot in my town. <laughs> Probably they'd, so. They'd think that I'm imitating Jesus or something with this oh, thing yeah. on, and they'd think I'm blasphemous. Dude, there's like over a hundred. There's two red lights in this town, and over a hundred churches. That just Jesus, turns into perspective
1: the american south all right so yes, he, had, sir. he had one more fuck mary kill uh taco bell white castle dairy queen
0: okay um do you have white castle there because we have crystals
1: we have white castle um i don't think there's any local but they're like there's white castle burgers in the grocery stores too so i can go yeah, with that.
0: yeah, yeah. i uh i also have like white castle in the grocery store but around here like we have crystals, which I think is like the, you know, how Carl's Jr. on the West Coast is yeah, hardies over a, here. It's like it's the same the meth
1: thing. lab version of White Castle.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, oh man, I'm going to fuck White Castle. I'm going to marry Taco Bell. I'm going to kill Dairy Queen because I haven't eaten Dairy Queen in over 10 years.
1: Ugh. See, I'm going to kill White Castle. I'm going to fuck Dairy Queen because, you know, they got the nice like blizzards and shit. Um, marry Taco Bell because that's, That'd be some good food to have whenever you want. Yeah. <laughs> Love yeah, that, that rat meat taco. So good. Oh god. Oh fuck, god. Fuck it's the like, steak. Not- <laughs> fuck the chicken. Give me that weird beef. <laughs> it's like, dude, I'm not eating Taco Bell because I want authentic Mexican cuisine. I'm eating Taco Bell because I'm broke as fuck and I want a taco. <laughs> yeah, I need grease to soak up the alcohol, please. Let's- <laughs> dude, have you seen? Speaking of Taco Bell, have you seen the deal they have going now? The Taco Club. You pay ten dollars. No. You pay $10, and you get a card, and you can get one free taco every day for 30 days with that card. And, like, I pass Taco Bells all the time. If I was not on a diet, I would have that. I'd probably have, like, three of them. Get, like, three tacos a day, every day for a month. It would cost 30 bucks, which means I would literally get lunch every day of the month for a dollar. Fuck yeah. Like, you can't beat that, man.
0: Hell no. Um... Let's see. Uh, Jeff had another question that wasn't food related. Um, sure. What was your favorite adventure? You were very sad when it came to an end. Out uh, Jeff, you worded this really shittily. <laughs> Bro, I love you. <laughs> what was your favorite adventure? I think he meant where you were very sad when it came to an end. That
1: might have been my fuck-up. I don't know if that's one I copy-pasted or if I just typed it out myself. So, I'll take (laughs) take the bullet for you, Jeff. (laughs) Um, For me, I kind of broke this into two things because I didn't know if he meant, like, video game-wise or if he meant real-life experience. For me, video games were the two Last of Us games like that adventure was amazing. And I was so sad when those games and like last of us two, I literally started it again. As soon as I ended it the first time real life. Um, I got married in 2017. I went to Dublin for a week and I was so sad to leave the country of Ireland because it was so amazing over there. I walked five to 10 miles a day, just wandering around the city doing random stuff. Um, I got a sunburn in Ireland, which is really weird. (laughs) <laughs> um. Yeah, just such a great place to go. Um. So yeah, that would be my two. What about you? Okay.
0: Well, I can break it down into two as well. Um. My my gaming experience that I was my, just so good, and I was sad when it was over. Will surprise no one who knows me, and that is Persona Five. Yeah, I can see that. So good. It's so goddamn good. Um. No spoilers. It's just it's so fucking good. If you like Pokemon, play Persona. If you're an adult, well, okay. if you're an adult and you like Pokemon, Persona is like Pokemon for adults. There's a lot of mature themes, things that are touched on. But in the end, you're gathering demons and then like catching them like Pokemon. But then you can fuse demons together like Digimon. I- it's just a cool system. <coughs> so, like I said, no spoilers or anything. Persona Five um, is definitely my you know gaming choice. But for an adventure, um, it was probably when me and my dad went to New Jersey. And then uh, went into New York City to oh, visit yeah. my remember, brother and stuff. Remember
1: you talking about that last week? That sounded like a pretty cool trip. Yeah,
0: it was a super fun trip. You know what I mean? And I I would love, it just made me, I would love to go back to New York City. I wish I could afford to live there. Oh, like, yeah. It's a cool, f- cool fucking place, dude. I feel um,
1: like New York mm-hmm. City is like Seattle. It's really cool to live there if you're obscenely rich. If you're like poor, <laughs> it's probably not that great of a place to be.
0: Yeah, because I mean, Seinfeld used to make jokes about how expensive New York apartments were, and that was in the '90s. Yeah, so just imagine now. <laughs>
1: um, so yeah, so the, yeah, the next question was from uh, my cousin Chris. Find my please said, uh, "What do you do if someone screws you out of a uh, money or an experience?" So the, the story behind this: um, a girl that I was friends with, I introduced to him. Um, his favorite band is Metallica. It always has been. He had never seen them live. There was a Metallica concert in Charlotte, which is about three hours away from where I live. So I couldn't get off work to go. So I told her, hey, I'll pay for your ticket if you will take Chris with you so he can see them. She's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I love Metallica, blah, blah, blah. Her name's Ashley. I'm not even going to change her name because fuck her. (laughs) So I give her the money for her ticket. Unbeknownst to me, she goes to him and says... I need the money for your ticket and my ticket. So he gives her the money for both tickets and then she fucks off and we never hear from her again. So like, yeah, if I ever want to see her again, I'm going to cuss her out. But yeah, like not only did he lose the money, which I mean, that sucks, but like he lost that chance to go see them. Luckily, a few years ago, um, they came to town where we live. So I told him, I was like, I took off work fuck that bullshit, me and you are going and nobody else is going to get in the way of it. Me and him went and saw him, was an amazing show. Uh, like he said, he had a blast. It was great, but he still like lingers on that that screw job he got and that was God, probably like seven years ago. I don't even know. And like, yeah, it sucks. It was like a, I hate it for him. Like I said, dude, if I could do something about it, I would. Um, but yeah, so what what in your experience would you do if someone screws you out of money or an experience like that? So I have
0: a, a kind of a story like that. I used to be in a band. We were called Out of Exile. And it was me, my buddy Dustin on drums, and my buddy JP on bass. And JP, we we got into this thing for Battle of the Bands in Jacksonville. Now, this was one of those shows where we had to sell enough tickets to prove that we should be worthy of coming to play there. It was like stupid thing to sign up for, but we wanted some exposure you know what i mean and that's what was being promised yep. was exposure um in hindsight it probably wouldn't have gone our way anyway but anyway still uh so josh used to have this lock box oh, yeah. and or josh jp same person and he used to keep his weed in there and he kept his tickets in there that he was selling and he kept the money from our ticket sales in there oh yeah so, we had sold a good amount of tickets, dude. Like, we were doing pretty good. And then he went to a party and took the box in with him uh-huh. because it had his pot in there. And there was this dude, and I won't change his name. His name was Cameron. If you hear this, fuck you. I hope you die in a fucking car accident. <laughs> um, and He stole the box with the pot, the money, the tickets, and everything. Oh, man. So, I had to contact the people and were like, hey, we, we got robbed. Um... The tickets that we sold like the money for that is gone the tickets themselves are gone like our whole box that we had is just gone and they tried to tell us that we had to pay for the tickets that were gone because i was like they're pieces of paper you can replace those and they're like well you still have to pay for them and i basically told them to go fuck themselves oh yeah but if i ever saw cameron Dick i'm not a violent person so i would probably do absolutely nothing but like i do hope that he dies some horrific way and i'll get to read about it and giggle
1: in in your defense i hope he gets herpes in his asshole
0: there you go that's like there was a kid that was always a piece of shit in high school and then one day he was because he would go into school drunk and stuff he was just a piece of shit and then one day he got drunk and climbed a tree and fell out and broke his neck and died and everybody's like oh god i'm so 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 sad that josh died and i'm like i am not fucking sad at all he did that doing him, fucking self that was fucking yep. stupid of him and he just should have not been quite such a piece of shit and maybe he'd still be alive sorry
1: oh yeah so yeah my advice in that situation is it sucks but you kind of just have to toss it out move on because grudges you, suck man don't hold them yeah if you hold on to it it's only hurting you because that person's moved on with their lives they don't think about it anymore yep. um and it that is sucks. just harbored
0: stress you don't need
1: yeah, hopefully it comes back to you in some other way. But yeah, like it's a uh, it's a shitty situation. But yeah, you kind of just gotta let it go.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, so James asked, uh, favorite hangout in high school?
1: I'm an introvert. I kind of always have been. I've always said like I want to be the guy who goes out to concerts and club. But like dude, I, you know me, I don't fucking like people. Um, so <laughs> I always hung it out at my house. I played video games. I watched TV. You know, I had. PC gaming when I was younger, I did was on, I was more apt to be in like AOL instant messenger or there was yeah. a, there was a messenger service that I used all the time and I cannot remember it. I can't find shit about it on Google or anything, but it was like. It popped up in, like, browser windows as, like, a physical chat room, and you had little rectangular avatars you used to, like, show you in the room. You could move them around. You could, like, link them to other people and stuff, so you could have, like, a couple relationship in the chat thing, and, uh <laughs> like, it was weird, but it I met one of my best friends and one of my oldest friends, Christy, from Australia there, and... uh it's weird, but, like, I can't find anything, but that's where I was all the time, was sitting at my computer talking to people in other countries and other states. Um Outside of that, me and my best friend in high school, they built a mall about 20 minutes from where we lived, and we became mall rats. We would literally go there every single day, like, buy a pretzel and walk around the mall and just, like, stare at girls we didn't have the confidence to go talk to and all that <laughs> kind of shit. Oh um, so yeah, that'd probably be my two places. What about you? So
0: in high school I liked people a lot more than I do now. Yeah. Uh it was the turning point was when that girl told me I would be the perfect boyfriend if I wasn't fat. Uh that kind of started my hatred towards just the general public. But oh, um yeah. Uh honestly dude, the hangout in high school was my house. Oh. After school I had I drove an Astro van and I would load nice. that motherfucker up with people. And I had a rule, I had a swimming pool back then. If you wanted to come hang out at my house, you got to jump in my pool naked nice in front in front of everybody <laughs> i got to see a lot of girls naked and a lot of dudes naked cuz oh, yeah. people wanted to come hang out at my house and it was hilarious cuz like girls that i wanted to see naked bad oh, yeah. i just got to, i just got to see naked cuz they wanted to hang out and i was like sweet
1: now so um, i have i have two questions about this okay any of the girls you were like i really want to see her naked was it disappointing when it actually happened i think as a high school boy no naked woman is disappointing but
0: uh one of them one of them wasn't as bad or i'm sorry one of them wasn't as good as i thought it would be but i also like wasn't super looking forward to seeing her
1: uh
0: Uh, all the ones i really wanted to see no they were fucking wonderful
1: (laughs) (laughs) now second Um, question what any of the dudes who hung at your house were they rocking like massive massive dongs
0: yes um (laughs) my buddy Lyndon, he's got four toes on one of his feet and we used to say that they took whatever's missing in his foot and put it in his dick cuz that <laughs> motherfucker's like set 7 inches soft like jesus it's, christ it's ins- to the point that he would like jump in my pool naked just randomly at parties and then walk around in a towel and we'd be like linden we want to have sex too tonight why don't you go put that fucking monster <laughs> away like goddamn you're swinging it around for everybody to see um i I'll tell you one one that i remember fondly her name was sam and god i miss this girl she was beautiful she was like uh, part like I think half American and she had some Asian in her, so like she just had this beautiful face, dude. And she used to just randomly show me her titties all the time. She loved showing nice. me her titties, I don't know what it was. She would just be like, Hey, Dalton, and I'd look at her and she'd have her titties out, and I'd be like, Sweet, they're beautiful, perky little things. Then one day I got some balls and she pulled her titties out and was like, Dalton, don't you like my titties? And I went, Yeah, you've showed me those a lot. I'd like to see some more of you. And I turned around to walk away and she went, Where are you going? And nice. I turned around and she dropped trow and spread that motherfucker for me. I was like, You like it? And I just went, Yes. You're like, Oh, yeah, uh, yes, uh, I did. Because <laughs> I wanted nothing more than to just pop on my knees and go over and give it a kiss, but I didn't. Uh, but oh, yeah, dude. Like, if, what, you,
1: if you could go back to high school with the experience you have now, like, God. Oh, my God. My I'd my dick be the most popular in
0: <laughs> I know uh, there was one party we were having, Lyndon, the same guy I'm talking about with the big dick. I asked him we were talking about eating pussy and he's like, no I've never done that and we were like, what <laughs> he's like, I've had sex but I've never eaten pussy. I don't know how so I don't want to disappoint her and I don't know what came over me I looked at my friend Aaron who was this really attractive girl and I went Aaron can I eat your pussy can I eat your pussy while Lyndon watches so he can kind of get an idea what to do and she went absolutely and just walked into my room started taking her pants off and I was like, nice
1: yeah you, you, never ex- you never expect that shit to work until it does <laughs> You're like, oh yeah. my god
0: I was like Lyndon follow me So I walked him in there and he watched me do it for about five minutes and then he left the room and I just kept going. (laughs) I'm just going to keep doing this until she tells me to stop. (laughs) Yeah. uh, My house was like the hangout. It was like everybody wanted to be there. Um, And we were very inclusive. Like we didn't care if you were a jock or a goth kid or a nerd. Like everybody, just come to my house and hang out and have a good time, man. That was the way it was. Uh, All right. What is our favorite snack food?
1: For me, there is only one answer. It is Little Debbie Swiss cake rolls. Mm. And little trick with Swiss cake rolls I learned from my gr- German grandmother of all places. Put them in the freezer and try them. Because once they're frozen, they have a completely different taste and texture than they do like out of the pantry. And I did that for the longest time because that's how she kept them in the freezer. I think she kept them in the freezer because she was hiding them from, like, my (laughs) grandfather because he had diabetes. But, like, dude, I would go get one out of the freezer and they were absolutely delicious that way. So, that's just how I do it now.
0: Dude, Um, I don't know if you can eat Pop-Tarts.
1: Oh, I love Pop-Tarts.
0: I freeze my Pop-Tarts. Oh, I haven't tried that. Dude, that's so fucking good. Oh, my God. I will never eat a hot one again. Never um and they're like so you know that little box it's like a square white box that comes with the mini eclairs yeah like they're rare like they don't sell them everywhere but every now and then dude put those in the freezer get a little frozen eclair god damn son good as fuck (laughs) uh but my favorite snack dude salt and vinegar chips
1: yeah salt and vinegar chips are a go-to yeah i had a dog who ate salt and vinegar chips like, loved That's them, awesome. ate a shitload of them. Like, how are you doing this? It's like a little bitty dog, too. Like, dude, this got to be just blowing your asshole out. But, hey, who am I to deny you a snack?
0: And, and that question was from Kana. And her next question is, uh, do we have any book recommendations?
1: I actually have a lot. I jotted some down because I have some books I'm very passionate about. Um, Two oh, of my go-tos that are pretty popular books are Watchmen by Alan Moore, which is a comic, but I still maintain it may be the best book ever written, regardless of genre, Um, and American Gods by Neil Gaiman. American Gods is long, but it's such a fucking amazing, like, if you haven't read it, you should read it. It's absolutely amazing. Now, they made a show out of that, didn't they? They made a show. The show sucks dick compared to the book, but- (laughs) No,
0: that's usually the case. That's usually the case.
1: Um. now one of my favorite authors ever his name is uh, Frederick Bachman he's a uh, god it slips me he's like Swiss or something like that Um. the first book I ever found from him was called My Grandmother Asked Me to Tell You She's Sorry the cover had like a little blonde girl with a Labrador retriever on it and it was a story about a little girl who was uh, it escapes me now she was like 6 to 10 like that age range but her grandmother was her, her best friend, and they had these crazy, wild adventures that her grandmother told her about all the time, about, like, all these, like, she was fighting monsters in the woods, and all these pirates, and all this, like, crazy stuff, Well, her grandmother dies. And she finds this note from her grandmother, and her grandmother's, like, telling her to go on this adventure, and she's basically delivering letters to all these people, and Spoiler alert for the book all the people she's delivering letters to are the characters from her grandmother's elaborate stories that she told her all and like dude I cried reading that book it was so good. See Hell it's yeah. definitely something to read. Um we got a couple more uh a book by David Sonowski called Happy Doomsday. It's about um I want to say the two main characters there's a few characters in it but its two main characters are teenagers. It's a guy with uh Asperger's and then a pregnant teenage girl. And it basically is telling you the story of these teenagers wake up and like everyone is dead, I think, or everyone's gone. Like it's just them. They can't find anybody alive, whatever. Um, so it's telling their stories, you know, separate. And of course, as books do, it leads them together and they're trying to figure out like what happened? Why are they still alive and nobody else is? And like, it's, Really good book. I got it for free on, uh, Amazon gives out, uh, ebooks every month for free to Prime members. It was one of those. Uh-huh. And I'm so glad I grabbed it because it was an absolute great book. Uh, the last one I have was recommended to me by a friend of mine, uh, Cena Grace. Name may be familiar to comic book people. He's a writer and artist for Marvel. Right. Or he was for Marvel. I think he's doing DC now. I think he's doing Wonder Woman. He was a uh, editor on Walking Dead originally. And he's like big with Image and Skybound. Um, great guy. You should look up his work. He recommended to me. It's called A Hundred Thousand Worlds by Bob Prohl. It's a story of a female. Uh, I want to say she was an actress in like a, like a Star Trek Battlestar Galactica kind of show, but she, she's older now. She's got her son with her. And basically, something happened with custody. She screwed up and she has to take her son and drop him off to live with his dad for like two years. And the story is like she's going to conventions on the road to like pay for the trip. And dude, it's such a good book, though. Like, you should definitely check it out. Uh That's my list because I don't want to keep droning on for like 20 minutes <laughs> about books. But yeah, you got anything? Um
0: Yeah, I got a few. Um Anything by Stephen King, like I love Stephen King, you know, and, but obviously, Connor, I'm sure you're familiar with Stephen King. Um, Anne Rice, anything by Anne Rice, specifically the Vampire Chronicles um, yeah. and the Mayfair Witches Chronicle, they're really good. Um, also, her book on Ramsey's is really good. Um, she also writes some erotica if you're into that kind of stuff. Uh, I think <laughs> it's under a different name, but you can find it if you type in Anne Rice erotica, you'll find it. <laughs> nice. Um, but the the one that I'm going to be like this is a book that I think everybody should read personally um, is a book I read in high school and then my dad read it. I'm sorry, there's two books. Um, the first book is called "Comes a Horseman" by Robert Lip. Sorry if I fucked this up. Liparulo, dude, it is fan fucking tastic. It is a like suspense thriller about oh, two nice FBI story. agents trying to fight this guy who thinks he's the Antichrist, and it's a really fucking good book. Uh, I don't want to give too much away about it. There is a scene in that book. Well, I'll never forget my dad coming into my room and going, dude, because I knew exactly what he was talking about. He was like, dude, I thought this was gonna happen. Oh my God. Oh my, and that's all I'll say, because I don't want to give away too much of it. But oh, it was yeah. just a mo there was a moment in that book where you were like, holy shit, what is about to happen? And that's rare for me. You know what I mean? The other books, it was a series and ah, man. I hate what they did to this on the big screen. Meg. Okay? oh the, yeah. that fucking action movie about the big shark. Okay. The books are fucking good, dude, because there's a lot of science and things like that in the books about how this Megalodon survived going through the icy waters because one of the Megalodons got caught up in the cable of the little thing they're on and the other one started eating at it. So the blood flow coming out of the Megalodon kept it warm through the icy waters and then it gets up into shore and starts wreaking havoc. Uh, And it's like two or three books in the series, and it's so fucking good. And I refuse to watch the movie, because they just turned it into an action movie.
1: I haven't seen the movie, but I've heard it's shit. Yeah. So, I might have to check those books out. This should have been a
0: science thriller movie with a lot of stuff that would have gone over a lot of people's heads. But no, they took it, and they made it a big blockbuster action movie that ended up being meh. Yeah. You know, I just... So,
1: uh, are the books called Meg or... The first book is just called Meg. Okay, yeah. I have to
0: look into it, that. It might be The Meg, but it's one of those, you know, um tremendous tremendous series. Um let's see. Best J- uh, Santos asked this one, uh Best Jams for a Cyberpunk Festival Weekend, and he told me I have to give at least one of my own songs. Yeah. Um one of my own songs, if you're going into a cyberpunk festival weekend, anything off of my album Moonpath uh Moonpath to Somewhere, I think was what it was called. Yeah, Moonpath to Somewhere. Uh, I want to say Elsewhere, but I'm like, no, that's that's a mod for Skyrim. That's what I was playing off the name, though, so it's Moonpath to Somewhere. Um, a lot of that is kind of the retro wave cyberpunk feeling style songs. Um, if I was just going to give you one, it's on my first or second album. I don't remember which, but it's called Psycho Mantis, and uh, that's probably the one I would give you to go for with my music. Um, as far as other bands going into a cyberpunk style weekend, I have... Uh, eh let's see one two three about four bands for you okay first one is a band called cybreed they're tremendous second band fear factory can never go wrong with fear factory third band is a band called Mechana. they do like epic space it's not opera but it's like orchestral and there's like atmosphere it's like atmospheric metal i don't know how to describe it it's really good all their shit tells one long story it's good shit um the fourth band, uh let's see, another cyber metal style band that would be good for you. Try uh, NEMIC. It's M-N-E-M-I-C, NEMIC. They're pretty good. What about you?
1: So I'm going to be a little on the nose with it, Um, but check out, I know it's on Spotify, the Cyberpunk 2077 soundtrack is absolutely amazing. Two songs specifically from it that I really love are No Save Point by Run The Jewels, I don't, know if you, I don't know if you listen to Run the Jewels. They're an amazing They're rap group. This song is written about the actual video games, so it's it's great. Um, and then Chipping In by Samurai, I think, is an amazing song. Um, oh, other yeah. than that, I would say um, if you did the first uh, Death album by Death Clock, would probably be a pretty good one. Even Death uh, Death album two. I think would fit pretty well into that aesthetic. But yeah, definitely check out that Cyberpunk 2077 soundtrack because it's all like dystopian EDM and stuff like that. Like it's really fucking good music.
0: The, uh, the song, I think it's called Night City. Yeah, that game yeah. is so fucking good. It's in the night city. Like, oh, it's yeah. just so fucking good, dude.
1: Yeah, that's a good, but yeah, if, if you haven't listened to No Save Point, check that one out. It's pretty fucking good. I know yeah. you've listened to Samurai before, so yeah. I think Chipping yeah. In was actually like uh one of the song that in the game when you see like the flashbacks of Johnny Silverhand playing on, ba- on the stage, I think that's the song they were actually playing during that. But okay. a fucking amazing song. Oh yeah.
0: oh yeah. Uh, let's see. Courtney sent in a
1: question and asked, what is one thing in life you'll never do again? So I had one glaring answer for this, and I tried to think of something else, and I could only come up with a stupid answer. My first answer is probably get married. Like, I got married once. It doesn't really change anything in your relationship dynamic other than title and it's a pain in the ass to get out of my divorce was amicable we both agreed like this has run its course there's no need to keep it going and it was still a pain in the dick especially in this state they make you be separated for 12 months before you can file for divorce and then guess what my 12 months were up there's a fucking pandemic going on and people are rioting downtown where the courthouse is like when i went finally oh, to man. the courthouse to get a date there was still plywood on the on the doors where they people had busted the glass out of the doors and stuff like that so like it took longer but I finally got it done and yeah it's just a fucking nightmare so it's I'm not going to say I'll never ever 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 do it but I do not ever plan on doing it again. Um, other than that um, the only other thing I could think of is when I was a kid I was told to uh, or I was dared to chew on a piece of tinfoil Oh yeah, I'll god. never fucking do that ever again. <laughs> that oh I can guarantee god. you, I will never do that again.
0: Yeah, fuck that deal. Oh my god, that's my cousin the ate, worst.
1: My cousin ate cat food, so I feel like I might have gotten the better end of that deal. <laughs>
0: uh, I have like a... I don't know. Uh, my thing I never want to do again... Uh, I never want to take 4ACO again, which is that stuff I told you I took 2 and then my body just disassociated oh, from yeah. my voice. Um, but on a more serious answer, I don't know if I ever want to fall in love with a girl who has kids, uh, that's a tough because one. when me and my ex broke up, like I miss her kids far more than I miss her and I don't get to see them anymore and stuff. And it kind of sucks. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So that's something that I, I weigh on. And like, cause I'm at the age where everybody makes the joke where they're like, Oh, you're either going to be single or a stepdad. Yeah. And I'm leaning towards, man, i kind of like being single. Like I can jack off five minutes, get back to doing what I was doing.
1: This is true. I still say <laughs> prostitution should be legal. I think if prostitution was legalized, you would see the divorce rate go down because not as many people would be getting married. You would see crime rates go down. Like, think of all the things that pent up sexual aggression cause.
0: I, I, I agree. I think it should be set up more how they do it in Vegas, where it's like you call a number and somebody comes to you instead of going to pick up a streetwalker type thing. My you know? thing
1: about it is, say I run for governor which I probably will never do because there's so many skeletons in my closet, I'd never make it to the fucking race. Um, I say legalize it, but make it a, you have to go to city hall, get a license. You have to get uh, health tested once a month or once every two weeks or whatever. You know, make a bunch of stipulations to keep people safe. Make it where you have to be licensed to be legally doing it, just like most other things, and tax the fucking shit out of it. Like, use that tax money to pay for universal mental health care or universal health care or any kind of stuff. But I say, like, if you legalize it that way, these girls who pick up a guy, take him in an alley and fuck him and then say, all right, you owe me a 100 bucks," and he beats the shit out of her and leaves, she can't go to the cops because they're going to arrest her. She's licensed to do this job. She can go to the cops and that guy can get arrested and get what he deserves, yep. which is probably raped. 100%.
0: Absolutely, dude. I do not disagree with that a bit.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah think about it. Fo- like, like if you were single and you could just go drop a hundred bucks on a on a sex worker once every few weeks, you know, you really would you have a reason to get into a relationship at that point? I
0: think it depends on how much I missed cuddling.
1: Well, that's my <laughs> thing. Is like, I'm not trying to disparage relationships. Relationships are great when they work. But yeah, like how many people are getting into shitty or staying in shitty relationships because they don't want to lose that intimacy? Whereas, like you said, you could go pay a, a pay a sex worker a hundred bucks and be like, "Hey, I don't really need to have sex right now. Can we just snuggle in this bed and watch TV for an hour?" And she'd probably be like, "Fuck you. Yeah.
0: yeah." She'd probably be thankful. You know what I mean? exactly. <laughs> Uh, all right. Our last questions uh, is from Jeff. She'd,
1: she'd probably be like, "Yeah, I was just with Linden. I need a break." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, if she was just with Linden, it's like, "Yeah, let's just cuddle," because I'm not going to give you any sort of
1: satisfaction.
0: <laughs> uh, Jeff asks: video game that you love that everyone hates, and a video game that you hate that everyone loves.
1: So I've got a couple loves. Um, as you know, I love Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. That was yep. generally shit on when it came out. I tell everybody who shits on it, have you played it? And almost all of them that say no. Like, don't shit on it because what you read on YouTube or listen to on YouTube or read on Facebook or whatever. Give the game a chance. It has an amazing story. And the other one, I can't say I love it, but I don't think it's as bad as people say it is, is Shaq Fu. Shaq Fu okay. is a bad game but I don't think it's the shit show everybody makes it out to be.
0: That's fair. That's fair. I have a Shaq Fu Legend Reborn on PC. I got it I free from Prime.
1: I heard that was shit, too, but I have it. I played it. I didn't think it was that bad. It was, I mean, the comedy in it was hilarious.
0: And it's like that game's not trying to be the world's best brawler. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly.
1: It was just supposed to be kind of a joke on itself.
0: Exactly, dude. People just take that shit too seriously, I guess. I don't know. Um, a game that I love that everyone hates. Wow. Um, the first thing that comes to my brain, being in the Factory Sealed Crew, shout out Factory Sealed Retro Video Game Podcast, was uh, No Man's Sky. Yeah, I can see that. I loved that game, and everybody like there was that one guy in the group who literally just talked shit to me every time I brought up Cyberpunk. He also would give me shit about No Man's Sky. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? And then like even Dan, one of the hosts, would just comment fart noise. On anything related to No Man's Sky, and now if you go and play that game, all of them shut up because it's really fucking good now. And it's like, yeah, I yep. just I stuck with it. I saw the potential in it. You know what I mean? Uh, the other series that jumps to my brain is the Hyperdimension Neptunia JRPG series. Oh yeah. um, Some people just don't like them because they're very very campy. Uh, they Neptune breaks the fourth wall. You know, it's very anime trope esque, but it's all funny. Like the whole the whole oh, yeah. game is just a joke on the gaming industry. Like, each of the girls represents... uh, Like, Neptune represents Sega. Uh, White Heart, I can't remember her. Blonde represents uh, Nintendo and the Wii and stuff. Then you got Vert, who represents Xbox. And then you have uh, Noir, who's PlayStation. She's all black. You know, Vert, because the Xbox was the most powerful... (laughs) This is one of the things that people roll their eyes at. Because the Xbox was the most powerful, Vert is this very big, beautiful girl with these huge titties because nice. right, that's she got the big power cells, right? But it's just it's all in campy, good fun that oh, yeah. people like to hit on. Um, what about a video game that you hate that everybody seems to love?
1: Um, I'm gonna go with a genre, but every game that falls into it, pretty much, uh Souls games. Fuck Demon Souls. Fuck Bloodborne. Fuck Dark Souls One, Two, and Three. Fuck Elden Ring, especially. And I've never played Elden Ring. It's not the game. I'm sure the game is beautiful. I'm sure if you love those games, like that type of game, it's a great game. I don't hate Elden Ring. I hate that everyone on the planet is gargling Elden Ring's balls ever since it came out. Like, yeah, it's probably a great game. I don't like that genre, so I have absolutely no interest. And every time I turn around, it's something Elden Ring this, Elden Ring that. Like, no – I'm, I want something else to come out so people stop talking about Elden Ring. Like, I've tried Bloodborne. I've tried a couple of the Dark Souls games. I just don't like that genre, so I don't really bother with it. Uh, like I said, I can't say that I hate it, hate it. I just don't like it, because I try not to hate stuff. Because, like I said, Dark Souls, all that stuff, they're great games in their own right. Just because I don't like them do- doesn't make them shit games. But exactly. I just don't like them. Like I said, I do kind of harbor a little grudge against Elden Ring because it is just, like I said, it's getting its nuts gargled every single day ever since it came out.
0: Uh, Yeah, I you know and you know this about me and people who know me know this. I, I'm not afraid to use God mode ever. Oh yeah. If I want to just enjoy the game, I want to enjoy the game so Dark Souls fans don't at me. But I play Dark Souls, Elden Ring, all those games. I put on God mode because I want to see the world. I want to see what the game has yep. to offer. I don't want to die every 10 seconds.
1: Like I watch the people are- I watched a dude playing Elden Ring on like a YouTube clip and he, uh, he's fighting some giant ass boss. The boss has like a sliver of health left. He has a sliver of health left. All of a sudden, a fucking skeleton just pops up from behind him off camera, stabs him and kills him. Like, yeah, fuck games like that. Like, no, dude, I don't want to, I don't want to fight the same boss 50 times. That's boring to me. I want to kill his ass and move on.
0: No, yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, this next one's just it's just me taking a jab because I really can't think of one that I hate that everyone loves except Dead by Daylight.
1: Uh, oh, I wish I'd have thought of that one.
0: God, Steph, I'm so sorry. I apologize. I know you I'm really not, like this game. Mike, I'm I not at like all. Game that game, game sucks. <laughs> if there was more to the gameplay loop. Now, hold on. I want to tell you. Uh, Adam, or, uh, that has written us in and stuff, our buddy from Australia. He wrote me uh, in the Steam Machine Discord earlier and posted a game called Bigfoot. Or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I saw that posted. Yeah. Where it's like it's like a Dead by Daylight esque game, but you have a gun and you can shoot at Bigfoot and stuff. And that oh, nice. that would change the game. If Dead by Daylight had a way for you to attack back at the guy, yeah. it'd be completely different. But as of right now, it's fucking hide and seek and fix things simulator, and I'm just not into that unless and you're the mean, killer.
1: Even like Friday the thirteenth, you could pick up pocket knives or fireworks or something to stagger the killer so you could get away whereas my limited experience with Dead by Daylight, like you said, you're basically just waiting for him to find you and kill you. Like, the killer moves insanely fast, so even if you're running away from him, they usually catch up to you anytime you try to work... The thing I didn't like the most about it was the quick time events with the generators. Like it's just pops up out of nowhere. Like my reaction time's not the greatest, but by the time I see it, it's already past where you need to yeah. stop it. Like no, I absolutely. just absolutely And yeah, I know what Steph's gonna say. I could probably play it a lot and get used to it, but I don't want to because there's nothing enticing me to jump in there and play this game for 50 hours 60 hours
0: yeah and and she said something to me along the lines of the gameplay and stuff changes as you get higher level more gets added to it and stuff yeah. and I just can't see how unless you're, you're getting perks and stuff but at the end of the day you're still just running fixing generators and then like knocking down a pallet so the killer has to run around it you know what I mean like that's just yeah. all it is to me and it's just not fun
1: and like I, it I may it add to the conversation It may add shit later on in the game, but if if I'm hating playing it to get to that point, I'm never going to get to that point. Like, I picked games up and played them and was like, this sucks. And just put it like, uh, one of my biggest stories is Fallout 4 and Star Wars Battlefront came out around the same time. I had never played a Fallout game, but I was a huge Star Wars fan, so I went and bought Star Wars Battlefront. I played like three matches and I was like... There's no fucking, su- like, it's a beautiful game, but there's no fucking substance to it at all. And I was like, man, this fucking sucks. So I went to Redbox and I rented Fallout 4 and I played like an hour of it. And I was like, God damn it, I made the wrong choice. Like, went and bought Fallout 4 and played the shit out of it. But yeah, I don't think I played Battlefront anymore after that first day because it just fucking sucked.
0: Yeah, they really they really did a good job upgrading it in Battlefront Two with putting in the story mode and all of that. Yeah,
1: I've heard Battlefront Two they really, fled, but then like I even didn't pick that up because as soon as it came out, everybody everything everybody talked about were microtransactions. How you could pay yep. to get a Jedi and then just dominate everybody. I was like, I'm not about that life. I'm gonna move on to something else. And then I never went I, back and did it anymore. I want to say that that stuff got
0: removed, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. It, I
1: think it did after all the backlash. They kind of balanced it out a little bit more.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well bro, this is the longest episode we've done so far.
1: Yeah, I believe
0: so. So if you would like to do the wrap up, then I will close us out.
1: Um Hey, Can hey, just, hey. P- smoke weed every day.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um if let's give the Facebook group again. It's uh, Facebook.com slash groups slash yet another BS podcast. That is correct. Yeah. Come check us out. Uh there's also the website is a uh, Yabspod. Dot com it's just the abbreviation of our show <laughs> uh we could, you could that where you can find the show notes i do try to post uh links to like the videos and things like that um that we talk about so you guys can go and see you know what we're referencing i might even if i remember i'll take a picture of the burger king i'll put the burger king mask on and take a picture oh yeah and i'll post that in the <laughs> facebook group or something um but yeah we just we appreciate you guys joining us again for another episode man it's five episodes down how do you feel
1: five down um at least five more to go, I'm guessing. Um <laughs> at least. At least. I will say we also have a email address for the show. If you want to ask questions or suggest topics, you want to remain anonymous, that'd be the best way to do it. It is yet another BS pod at gmail dot com. Um like if you want to reach out to either of us, we're both on Facebook, um, we're both on Twitter. Mine is at just call me jezza J E Z Z A. Um I don't remember yours, Dalton. I'll let you uh, check that out.
0: I believe mine is at Super Nerd dalton.
1: Alright.
0: uh I do believe so. But I think you can also search steam machine dalton and i will come up because that's my actual name name on there yeah. but my at my at is supernerd dalton.
1: We're both in the uh the steam machine discord so that's a good way to reach out to us too.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely by all means dude if you're listening to this and you want to come join in the steam machine discord and then uh you want to you know maybe listen to the steam machine too that would be awesome. It's a the link to that is bit.ly slash T-S-M-P Discord, all capital letters.
1: Uh, if you want to listen to that show as well, it's a lot more polished than this show. There's less uh, bullshit in it, but it's a good show.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's only it's only more polished because we've been doing that one for over a year. You know? So
1: I don't think we'll be any more polished years. in a year.
0: Ah, fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> Well, I guess uh, let's wrap it up for this week, man. So for Jeremy, I'm Dalton. And as always, guys, take it easy.